you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mash Those Buttons MASHcast, a podcast about video games, community, culture, and industry. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with the games industry public defender and the scourge of Ironforge, Nick Zelenkevich. Hey, how's everybody doing? How is everybody doing? Oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, Yeah, we're good. Yeah, everybody, everybody's doing good. Also here with Christina Zimarelli, also known as Pop-Tart. What's up? Yes, and joining us again is Mikey Kenny. Yo, what is up? Also known as Keylock. Hey. Yes, and uh, yeah, today we are going to be talking about E3. Like, you know, we're going to call it our, our pre-3 show, where we discuss, uh, you know, some rumors and leaks and what we're expecting to see out of E3 this year. Before we get started, I definitely want to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Thank you very much for checking out the MASHcast, spending your time with us. Hopefully you enjoy the show. If you do, you know, feel free to follow MASH's Buttons on Twitter if you want to keep up with what's going on with us. Uh, also, before we get started, I just want to kind of check in with everybody, see how everybody's doing. I missed the last episode because my computer really, like, almost literally blew up. Like, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I'd never seen anything before in my professional career, ever. <laughs> it happened like that so but uh yeah i'm back and strength stronger than ever that's how i'm doing but we'll, we'll come back to me uh who wants to go first i mean i could flip Mike's- dice okay. yeah i mean wait no flip a coin i said dice because coin doesn't <laughs> work because there's three people <laughs> so my brain wouldn't say coin uh-huh let's let's just say uh Mike. yeah let's go with mike because mike's our guest today I'm doing well. I'm uh I'm excited for Tuesday when I finally get my hands on a cross tag battle and I get to throw more hours into that. Um I've finished Detroit. I finished God of War and yeah, it's been good. It's been a good time for me. I've been trying to stream more too, but you know. Nice. All right. Christina, how about you? Um, yeah, so I haven't finished anything. Uh, (laughs) i've been just i've been raiding and final fantasy stuff like you know how last week i was like i don't play final fantasy that hardcore i just craft i actually did all the raids so now i'm getting like the weekly gear and stuff uh which the math boss that nick asked me about i'm really bad with so the way that that works is like mid fight it's like your health goes down to like a single digit and then it's like uh do your like do it in multiples of four so you had to be like a four or eight or whatever so you have like one through four that you had to stand on and then it was like all right do a prime number and i was like oh shit five (laughs) 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 where am i going (laughs) uh so that's interesting uh but if you don't get those buffs for that fight that fight lasts literally forever because if you get it correctly, then you get a buff and you get up to, I think, four or five. And like 
I think a full run of that fight with nobody having buffs, it lasted 30 minutes. And I know there's been fights that are longer, but that's like one fight within this whole raid. Um, that fight lasted 30 minutes from start to end, not like restarting or anything, but from start to end because nobody had that buff. It was ridiculous. But that's really all I've been doing. A little bit of Highway Warriors. I played Pokemon Quest for like two seconds, but that game like plays itself, so I didn't really care about continuing to play that. Uh -huh. That's kind of it. Nick? I uh, played a little bit more of Knack. Uh, no real further thoughts on that. It's, it is what it is. Um, I've been playing Heroes of the Storm a lot lately. Uh, they're having the Nexomania event, and I want the loot boxes, so I've been getting way too into that, uh, which is surprising. Um, I'm, I, I've, I've realized that it's easier to get loot boxes if you just level up all the like level one heroes, go from level one to level two, instead of actually like working on one hero and getting good with him. So now I'm just slowly building up a roster of all level twos. Yeah, you're gaming the system. Pretty much, pretty much. I want the, because I don't know, I, the, the Nexomania event, it's like, you know, loosely based on like WrestleMania. It's got a very luchador theme. I just want all the luchador skins. So, and I got to, I got to get Garrosh so I can get the Garrosh skin because that looks pretty good. So it's, it's like the same reason that I'm slightly fascinated with Overwatch because basically I think I'm a sucker for loot boxes, but I don't completely suck at it. Whereas it, with Overwatch, I'm just terrible. So plus this is free, whereas Overwatch costs $40. So I can just get right into it. Well, yeah, I also recently, like this is weeks ago, I hopped into Heroes of the Storm because that's the other game. That's the other multiplayer game I'll play besides Overwatch. But for some reason, I was like, eh, let me hop to hop into a ranked match. And like as we're playing the ranked match, I just apologize to my team. Like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't be here because I really <laughs> don't care. I don't care. Uh, but we won that game. So that was fine. <laughs> we won that game because I played Zagara, you know? Like they were like when we were doing this, the picks, they were like, "Oh, pick this, pick that." Nope, <laughs> pick Zagar. That's why I was like, "Yeah, I shouldn't be here because I don't care." So, <laughs> um, I mean, she's a character I could literally play by. Like I could just you, you, you go a lane by yourself and play her, which she's perfect for me in that game. I don't want to deal with you fuckers. I'm gonna go over here and blow these buildings down. <laughs> Have a good time, but. Now, I, I, I do enjoy some Heroes of the Storm, too. I don't like their loot box system, though. Actually, I, I'll, put, I'll put it to you like this. I don't like their items in the game, to be honest with you. I'll like, give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, all I want is either free heroes or free skins and everything else I don't care about. Exactly. Who uses voice lines? Who uses man? emoji? Yeah, like, who uses that stuff? Oh, of course you do, Mike. I use the voice. I like having Diva oh. as my voiceover announcer, just because it's... Uh, I, see, I don't have any have, announcers. I got I to gotta get one of the announcers, yeah. The yeah, announcers are cool. Like, yeah, that's a different story. Okay, that, that, that that's that's a bit better. Yeah. Anything else, Nick? And one other... Talk one, about your new... Go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was going to get into. Um, so, I was having some problems with my computer, and I noticed that every time I pulled up a game, even Hearthstone, of all games my computer would crash. And I'm like, this is not good. So I looked into it and it turns out that my video card was dying. So I got myself a new video card and I didn't realize that I did not have a good video card before. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, you know, admittedly I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not like a hardcore PC gamer. I know I could build my own system if I wanted to. I just haven't. Like, I just figure it's easier to just buy something out of the box from Dell. And this way it's got a warranty and I can take care of all that. And I don't have to worry about making sure all the pieces fit together and all that. It's, you know, I'm paying a little bit more. 
I'm not getting quite the same level of performance, but I'm getting a little bit more on the peace of mind side. So I'm okay with that. But I didn't realize like when you get like an NVIDIA graphics card, there's an, there, some of them have an X in the name and some of them don't. And the, you want the one with the X because apparently that means it's intended for gaming. Whereas if it doesn't have the X, then it's just a regular like intended for like media, which I mean, who doesn't use their computer for media at this point? Like technically isn't word count as like media. So yeah, well, word does use your graphics cards. Though. Yeah. Which is bizarre, but yeah. So it's like, so basically like I've been gaming, gaming and I'm using air quotes here like as like a neophyte for my entire life. I'm almost 40. I have a child and I have been doing everything completely wrong. And it's like, I just woke up the other day and now like I can actually play. Wow. World of Warcraft, not a taxing game by any means, but still, I mean, better than, you know, more taxing graphically than Hearthstone, for example, but I can actually play Warcraft now on max settings. And that was amazing. It blew my mind. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like I've been living a lie my whole life. And it's not even like you got a super duper graphics no. card either. You got, he got a, he got a, what, a 1050 yeah, GTX? Just a simple $200 graphics card. I got it on sale at Best Buy, which again, I could have found it cheaper online somewhere, but I was like, no, I want this today and I can go pick it up at Best Buy. So yeah, I'm not doing this right at all, but. <laughs> Hashtag fake gamer boy. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that's like when he's like, "Oh my god, I'm getting above sixty frames." Are you saying I'm getting a hundred frames? I was getting a hundred frames in, in some spots. Hundred yeah. frames per second. I'm like, well, how many frames are you getting? It's like forty. I'm like, ugh. Like how? Yeah, for, I was getting forty before. And for, forty was good. Usually, I was getting about twenty. It was and that was when that was kind of the sign. Like, you know, I think the graphics card might be going, but that's yeah, five I mean, more frames than the original uh, uh, Killzone played at. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about that pre-show so yeah so yeah so so I, I'm, I'm living a new gaming life yeah that's crazy it's great uh, uh last for me i i had to completely rebuild my pc the only thing that survived the power surge surprisingly was my graphics card and my uh and my sound card those two survived which my graphics card i would have cried if that died because when i bought it i got actually i got it was the first week the 1070 gtx came out and i managed to get an early sale for like 450 that card when i looked like a year later for a friend was over 800 dollars. holy wow so i'm like dude if i can't if, if i have to buy another card like I, I don't like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking lose it but the card was fine ended up getting a a, a much uh, like a much better um processor and motherboard and now everything's great again uh but in terms of games i did finally i I made it through god of war 2 i did beat that which is cool and actually the qtes helped me prepare for fucking uh um detroit which i didn't miss a single qte in that game because compared to god of war the qtes in detroit are so much easier (laughs) <laughs> you know were you playing so. on experienced or were you playing on casual experience okay Get the fuck out of here like don't disrespect me like that i have Please. to ask <laughs> well Please. literally like i've watched like casual versus experience it seems like the only difference in the buttons have been like to move the controller that's a little annoying i'm gonna get to that but um yeah so i played god of war 2 i it just really helps me remember that games used to be hard. <laughs> you know, games used to be, they used to be hard. That was like the normal difficulty. Difficult. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it, it wasn't like, you know, 
Yeah, it's just it used to it did it did used to I mean it used to be hard, but I I did enjoy it. But the thing I, about God of War, like while I'm enjoying the gameplay for sure, I really don't like Kratos. Like, I don't like him. Like his problems all stem from the fact that he's a self-centered asshole. And he is failing to realize that's why he has all these problems, you know? Like, don't go on a conquest of the world. Oops, he <laughs> does anyway, and now he needs Ares' help, you know? Don't kill Zeus, because Zeus is important. Goes to kill Zeus anyway. Ends up killing Athena, like, you know? And then he feels bad about it. He, you know, gets, he, he ends up killing his wife because of Ares, you know? It's his fault. It's his fault, you know? And the, the, the only reason it really bothers me is because he's just not realizing it at all, you know? Oh, there is so much to say. Uh, um, <laughs> it doesn't get any better. <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't think so. I do, because I've been mean, God of War's man for a long time. I do realize that he does complete his conquest. Uh, I was going to say, know, like, you probably... Stomp, stomp, stamping out the gods. He probably kills all the Titans, too. I don't know. You know, I, I'm not sure I didn't get to that part yet. But it's just like he's completely oblivious to why he has these problems. And then he had the nerve, the nerve to pout when Zeus destroyed fucking uh, Sparta. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that part in God of War 2 where it's right before you fight the Tentally guy that looks like a big plant um, before you make it to the sister's palace. And... um you have to fight this guy in the shadow. And when you come out of the shadow, you realize that it's one of your soldiers that you told to go back to Sparta before. And he comes out to uh, try to, uh, you know, get the sisters to change their fate because, um, you know, because Sparta was destroyed by Zeus. And then the Tentally guy, Tentacle guy comes out and Kratos refuses to fight. He just keeps, he's like stomping around saying, I'll never beat Zeus. Like, literally, that's the dialogue. It's like, I'll never beat Zeus. I'll never beat the gods. Like, you have the nerve to pout right now? <laughs> you know, and that, that irked the shit out of me. But um, the gameplay is super enjoyable. Great game. I just don't like the character. So, and I got a. Uh, Sounds like God of War. I got huh? <laughs> Sounds like God of War, yes. Yeah, I got I got four games to go until I'm ready for the new God of War, so which I hear is a great game. Can't I still can't believe you're gonna play all the old God of Wars, including the PSPs, before you yep. play the PS4 God of War. Yeah. Cause if if some type of debate comes up with God of War, I got I gotta be the expert. Like, well no, this happened in this game. I know no, this happened in this I, game. I know. It's just funny because like I played them all before, but I played them like as they came out. And even then yeah. I thought there was like some of the PSP ones are kind of a beating. So I, I, I do I do not I do not envy you right now is pretty much what I'm saying. I even watched the um someone like the the extra content that comes on the disc to learn about development. That's why I, well first of all the 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 um obviously we're spoiling God of War for people who didn't actually play the original games, but you know, I already knew that Kratos was Zeus's um son because it's part of the secret ending for the first God of War. So they, they, they tell you that then. Mm -hmm. um, and also the flying stuff and the God of War 2, they wanted to do that in God of War 1 and they just couldn't. So like they had prototypes of that, so that's, that's kind of cool. But I took a break from God of War so I could play Detroit. One reason I have to take a break from God of War 
at some point is because my PS3, I have an original PS3. The only thing that died in it was the fan. Had to replace the fan. The new fucking fan is so loud. It screams. Like, it's, it sounds like a goddamn airplane taking off when I put a game in. So that's, it's just super, it's a super loud console <laughs> at this point. Um, but I did take a break to play Detroit, and I like Detroit. Uh, Quantic Dream was one game away from being on my shit list. One game. Because I usually give a developer three chances to fuck up. And if you fuck up three times, I am, especially in a row, if you fuck up three times in a row, I am done with you. I'm not buying any of your games at all. The only developer so far to reverse that has been Codemasters. Because before Codemasters went racing only, they used to put out just just turds. Turds they would put out. Dirt was their only good game. Dirt and Grid, sorry, were their only good games, and that's why they went racing only. Which is a great decision on their part. Um, but Quantic Dream, the only game that they put out that I did not like was Beyond Two Souls. But it was so bad. I gave them two strikes right off the bat for that fucking game. Beyond Two Souls was an advanced walking simulator. The story was not good. Go ahead, Mike. All all their games are advanced walking simulators. So before you ding them for that, they're all that way. They're well, no, their games like usually have to like you know are have you, dialogue and make decisions and stuff like that. Are you telling me Indigo uh, Prophecy is not a fucking walking simulator? Because that game is a walking simulator. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And to go prophecy. But then also you have like, you know, a lot of the games have a lot to do with um, narrative and dialogue and making decisions, right? Yeah. That wasn't really Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls like, press the two control sticks together to choke this guy. Not press two control sticks together to open this door. Press the two control sticks together to push this box. (laughs) Like It's like you're always pressing the two control sticks together. Two Souls wasn't so much about your decisions. David Cage just wanted to tell a story and he just wanted you to sit back and watch it. That's yeah. pretty much what it was. The other yeah, yeah. the other problem with Two Souls is they did that stupid time jump around all the fucking all over the place. They should right. just, which they fixed in the PS4 version. They gave you a way to just play it timeline all the way through from like the beginning to the end without all that jumps. It still wasn't a good story, even if you played it from no, start, to, it's still <laughs> start not. to finish. It was still yeah, be a like, bad story. I honestly, like, they did the right thing after like the Kara demo and how everyone was like, "Fucking make this game," and they're like, "Okay, we'll make the fucking game." So they made the <sighs> game. I think they have. I think the re- one of the reasons why Beyond Two Souls was so bad was because it wasn't at the top of their priority list. That's what I think. I, I don't think it was at the top of their priority list. First of all, I'm pretty positive that the um that Detroit was in development. like Because if you count the Kara demo as it being in development, probably two years even before that. Because if you look at the Kara video, which you can in um, Detroit, you can go back and look at it. A lot of the concepts in the game were already um, in that demo. The name, the, like the, the model of the Android, the voice actress, uh, you know, different utility of the Android and how they regenerate and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think you can. They can pull real actors that they had and say that that wasn't like at least somewhat high priority. Like you can't pull like Ellen Page and then, oh, what's his name? William, uh, William Defoe. Yeah, you can't pull them into a game and try not to like fuck it up. Pretty much, because, I mean, that's high profile. 
So I don't know. But they still fucked it up. Like, regardless, they, they still messed it up. Absolutely. I'm just saying they didn't use their best people. <laughs> because their best people were definitely working on that engine that they used in, uh, what you call it here? In uh, Detroit here. <laughs> I think the problem was more with the fucking story. Like, that was, yeah. it was, that was on David Cage why that fucking game fucked up. Well, it was the story, but it was also just the mechanics too. Like there, there, there were none. Like <laughs> that, that, that was kind of the that was kind of the problem. Like they were just like it was so fucking boring. Yeah, but anyways. But yeah, for Detroit, I did enjoy the game. I gotta be honest with you though, I do think Heavy Rain was still a better story. I mean, the 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 two games. I mean, these style, style games have a lot to do with the the narrative of it, right? Um. This game's narrative was kind of predictable. You know, you kind of knew how things were going to turn out. That's why I, in terms of story, I enjoyed Heavy Rain's story more than I enjoyed this one. Um, but well, you you didn't like Heavy Rain, Mike? No, I did. But I just um, I have things to ask you when everybody leaves the room, so we don't <laughs> spoil anything. Uh huh. You calling yeah. a very obvious ending. Some of it was obvious, yes, but there are some things I didn't catch per se. But I, I mean, I love Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain is, but like, it's really close for me between Heavy Rain and Detroit. Like, they're both right. like it's a really close call. I, I like there were no huge shockers in this game for me. There were no huge shockers. Like, I was able to predict. You know, like quite a few things. Like some things were surprising. Like obviously, I didn't, I couldn't predict, you know, deaths and stuff like that. But like, you know, the ultimately the way the story went, I was able to. I was like, okay, that that makes sense. Versus heavy rain, finding out who the actual, you know, kidnapper was. I don't want. Oh, to you didn't call that. I didn't call the, the, the who the kidnapper actually was. Mm-mm, I didn't call that at all. No, like that was a huge surprise to me. Um. I did finish my first playthrough. I do plan on going through Detroit again and playing it uh, a little bit differently. I was a little upset because I I could have got uh, the best ending, but I literally made one decision that stopped me from getting the best ending, and I didn't like that. And it actually led to somebody's death, and there was nothing I could do about this person dying, which... (sighs) Everybody else in the game, like the main characters, it's a different story, right? The people that you're actually playing, one choice you make can lead to those characters, especially if it's like a QTE sequence and you're missing the QTEs. I get that. But usually supporting characters, it is a series of decisions that you end up making that will determine whether or not they live or die. But literally, like it came down to one decision that I made actually in the very last level of the game. Yeah, that I cost know. Money I think die. I know which one you're talking about because I went and gone and fixed that because I was like, oh, yeah. nope, <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. I refuse to accept that one little mini decision fucked me so hard. Yeah, like that. That was it. And unfortunately, like when this particular character dies, like it, it almost ruined. Even if the main character lives. And another supporting character lives that's with that main character. It still kind of like ruins the ending because the ending's kind of like, oh, like that's it. Like, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. The, I did enjoy it a lot. My biggest gripe with it, which is even a, it's more of a personal problem versus me having an actual technical issue with it, the flowchart. 
And maybe this is why I, I, I found the game a bit predictable. Because you can tell the future with the flowchart. You know when a decision is coming up for your main character, like your main characters to die. You can look at that flowchart and be like, okay, when I get here, I need to make sure I need to be careful, choose the right thing, or else I'm going to get to the big block, which I'm pretty sure is a death. <laughs> you know, we see a big block. Okay, we're going to die here if we don't, you know, do this properly. Um, so that was like, that was the thing. Like, I really, and of course, the, the, the issue is, right, I can always just not look at the flowchart. But it's kind of like, if you have the ability to look into your future they, and see your your decisions that you're going to make and see how it turned out, could you not do that? They should have hid the flowchart till after you finish the scene. Once yes. you finish the scene, here's the flowchart. And then once you have your second, third play, once you do your second playthrough, flowchart's open to you. Right. I think that would have been a bit better because the flowchart can be helpful, especially if you're trying to... 100%. Get different endings, like 100% it, get different endings, you know, stuff like that. You can, if you go through that, you can look at the flow chart, but okay, I need to make a different decision here and it'll lead me to a different path in the game. But it does kind of, the game feels less organic. Yeah, they, with the flow they chart. I agree with that. They should have hit the flow chart for after you finish the scene, then it unlocks. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I kind of forced myself not to look at it the entire playthrough. No. But now, but now that it's open, I'm digging through it, and I've like I miss complete scenes, so yeah. I've got to oh, go yeah. back. Yeah, so I got to go back and like do things to get access to those scenes, which right. also so, means I have to fuck up. <laughs> like I have to purposely fuck up to get to those scenes. Right. I mean, sometimes it can make you feel like you made the wrong choice, right? Like it can, like, oh man, if I would have did this other thing, the story would have kept going for this amount of time. Because you know, yeah, that that's that's kind of the thing. So. I didn't. I did enjoy it though. I cared more about many of the supporting characters than the actual main characters. Uh, to be honest with you, so th- don't get me don't get me wrong. The main characters were fine; they were great. But like the some of the supporting characters. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Meet, I, I really really like them versus the main characters. I did have a theory though, right? So Jesse Williams is one of the main characters. He's Marcus in the game. If you compare his scenes with the other scenes, his seem to go a bit more linear than others. You have fewer options to pick. There's different, there's fewer um, paths that you can take. And I think that might be because he was the highest paid person there. Probably. (laughs) And not only that, like, I feel like when you play Marcus, you either have to be 100% one way or 100% the other way. Yeah, going neutral doesn't really help you. Yeah, you're, you you know? have to play Fable. You have to yeah. play it like a Fable game. You're either wholly evil or wholly good. Like you can't like going middle doesn't seem to. And even in the flow charts, like I don't know. But anyways, yeah, it, it's not gonna help you. So, but like, yeah, I, I, I think it's because his was the simplest. Like, well, Mike said it makes a lot of sense, but his might be the simplest simply because I'm pretty positive he's the he was making the top bank there. He's on the cover of the game. And that's because he's one of the stars of Grey's Anatomy. So like, that is uh, definitely, I think, a contributing factor to that. But um, anyways. All right. Yeah. Let's get to our main topic because <laughs> this is not a Detroit podcast. Um, let's talk E3, or at least what we think is going to be happening at E3, which is coming up. 
when this podcast release in about a week, like Sunday is when E three kicks off, right? Yeah, like, like the ninth is. The I think this. Start. I thought e, EA starts on Friday. I thought EA starts on Friday. The the eighth. The, the, the EA starts week? on the ninth. The schedule yeah, I, I saw was... said EA ninth. I don't know is which okay. day of the week that is, but it's the ninth. That's a Saturday. Okay. okay, then maybe it's Saturday. Maybe I heard wrong. I probably heard wrong. What days do is E three actually running though? Is it, is like it Tuesday, the, Wednesday, Thursday? Like the trade show or just the conference? trade show. Uh, it it I, starts that Monday night, I thought, doesn't it? Monday. I think it starts like Tuesday morning. Like, I don't think yeah, the think show floor Tuesday. opens till Tuesday morning and it goes all throughout. Because all the, the conferences week. are going to be done before the show floor opens. Right. Usually, so that's, so yeah. I think it's I think it's Tuesday, Thursday. Because last year, no, I think Tuesday, Nintendo, Wednesday, when they did theirs, the floor was open because that's when they were doing. That's when yeah, they did Zelda the direct. already out. But they, they always do their direct and stuff, and it's like always like a full day thing, and people are in their booths and stuff like that. So I think it's like open when Nintendo's doing their stuff, but before like the days before, well, I don't think so. Gotcha. I'm pretty well, sure. Yeah. yeah, I think they're open Tuesday, though. I think Tuesday is the day that the show floor opens up, even though Sony's right. conference isn't until Tuesday night. I oh, it is? Okay. Or is it Monday no, night for Monday, Sony? Monday, because that's I the think 11th. It's Monday night, Monday? Yeah. Okay. Get my days. I'm like always a day behind shit. Yeah, I think okay. So that that would make a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk some speculation, some rumors, stuff that we saw. Let's start with Bethesda because they've been making a lot of noise. At least that's the most noticeable noise I know, mainly because I anytime Bethesda says something on Twitter, I make sure I pay attention to it. Because oh, so I love you, first, huh? Oh, so you care about rage? Oh, I care about <laughs> Bethesda. I care about what Bethesda says since they are just rocking it when it comes to first-person shooters. Nobody's touching them. Nobody is touching Bethesda in terms of in, in terms of making good shooters right now. Just consistently. Every single year since at least Oh man, at least twenty fourteen, they've had a great shooter come out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the New Order, twenty fourteen. The expansion for New Order, twenty fifteen. Doom twenty sixteen. Twenty seventeen Wolfenstein. Rocking it, <laughs> you know. Um, and pray if you want to count that in 2017, critically acclaimed. But uh, yeah, I I like how you didn't mention Quake Champions. I appreciate you not mentioning Quake Champions in that list. Quake Champions is it's it's actually in terms of an arena shooter, it's good. They did they did a good job, but I just don't think it, it's going to get popular because there is no there's not a whole lot of cheese in that game. No. So, but anyways, Bethesda. Yeah. Bethesda. So uh, Fallout 76 had a teaser. I know there was some... We're going to see more from Fallout 76, but what we know about Fallout 76 is that it's going to be like a a world-building survival game like Ark or Rust. It's not going to be a traditional Fallout. It was actually originally a prototype to be a multiplayer for Fallout 4. That was the prototype. Um, And they expanded it into its own game. Also different from other fallouts is that this fallout happens, I think, 20 years after the war versus Mm. regular fallouts happen like 200 years after the war. Well, yeah, I think it's supposed to make sense in the sense like if it's supposed to if it is a base building, world building, whatever game, it makes more sense that it takes place sooner because typically when people come out of the vault, like there's cities and there's places to go to and all this. Well, this time it's going to be like there ain't shit. Build it. You know, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm the so I've never I've never been a huge fan of Fallout, even though I hear like people love it. I've re- I did try Fallout Four, 
but I got bored. I, I got real bored. Yeah, I built so, up Sanctuary way too long, and I was like, I can't do this, and then I stopped. This is, the funny part is the thing people griped about Fallout 4 the most was the base building, and it sounds like they're making a base building Fallout game. <laughs> so I just, it's just really backwards, but yeah. I don't know. I think it's gonna be this is gonna be multiplayer centric and it might be co-op, um, from what I've heard. Uh, a lot of like people who play Rust and Ark, those games have thriving communities. Mm-hmm. They do. They're gonna love this shit. Um, I think this kind of also signals to something else that's happening in the industry that you know I think indie developers kind of need to be a little concerned about, right? You know, Ark and Rust, Ark, Rust, those games are indie games that you know those developers made and turned into something big and their communities turned into something big publishers are noticing they want a piece of the action and they're going to use their big ips and their huge pockets to to swing this you know like look at what epic is doing the pub g right now Perf- like, perfect example PUBG <laughs> was popular fortnite is fucking ridiculous like it's it's the, ridiculous. The lawsuit will fix all that, right? No. No. Yeah, it will not. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, once once a, a, an indie game kind of pops up and it does well, um, you know, I think an indie develop like and I think it would be difficult for an indie dev to kind of uh you know, stay ahead of that, especially if they don't have major backing like for, you know, League of Legends is somebody who stayed ahead of it, but they also had huge investments and deep pockets. That's why they were able to stay ahead of everybody else. Well, everybody else's onslaught of mobile yeah. style titles. Yeah, even EA tried to take a swing at Riot, and EA flopped and killed that project. Yeah, so a lot of people flopped. <laughs> like with their, with I their mean, the only ones that showed on really are Dota Two and League of Legends. Right. Yeah. So. But Fallout 76, they're going to hear about that, about that. I was surprised they were making a Rage 2. Like, when I saw a Rage 2, I'm like, oh, I, I, I was like, oh, that's a joke. <laughs> like, I was like, that's, that's a joke. And then, no, they're actually making a Rage 2. I'm just kind of like, well, as long as they don't have the same people making it, because the first Rage was such a letdown. And you know why it was a letdown? Because it was a first-person shooter that was console-centric. It was. I'm sorry. It, you, you made your mistake, but you've made up for it since then. You know, with Doom, you're well, you know. That's I will, I will, I have concerns about Rage, but I will say if Rage, Rage needs to be careful about its launch date and needs to not launch the same time as another very similar game like it launches. Oh, Borderlands 3? Yes, because oh, Borderlands yeah. 3 will eat its lunch. It will. That's the, like, that's the first thing I said when I saw Rage 2 and what it looked like. You know, I was like, well, they hope they they better not re- launch around the same time as Borderlands because Borderlands, well, that, that's 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 your ass. Did I mean, say that they're yeah. not expecting to do anything really with Borderlands anytime soon? I mean, there's rumors all over the place, but I, I could have swore that they're still trying to like. What else is Gearbox working on? Exactly. That- <laughs> so, somebody is feeding Gearbox money for something. Uh, it has to be Borderlands because they have nothing fucking else. They yeah, tried. They, they tried. tried. Yeah. That, that Battleborn shit fucking died. Mm-hmm. Yep. All they got left is Borderlands. Okay, they get they needed some Borderlands money so they can fund other projects to fail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like it, they really shouldn't release that around um, 
Rage Bad. Borderlands. But I know Rage 2, I think it's made by the same people who made the Max... Uh, Mad Max. Mad Max game, which I which didn't play, but I hear it's, it's good. a good call. But from what I'm... And it's also done in association with id. Like, you know, so... Uh, it, it even though they did fuck up on the first rage, and if you want to know why the first rage was fucked up, first of all, it wasn't optimized very well on PC. It just wasn't. I have a 1070 GTX, and the game still has uh, frame issues. You know, when did it, when did that game fuck up? About 2012, 2013. You know, still has frame issues to this day on a prime Nvidia product. Um, and then when you actually do play it, like the enemies are just the enemy AI, just not great. Like it's not made for Twitch. Or fast movement and shooting and mobility. Um, what I saw in this trailer, and obviously it's a trailer, so I could be wrong here. Uh, and it's probably open world, so I'm curious to see how that works. But in the parts where I saw fights, there was, I saw like Wolfenstein style like intensity in terms of the fight, in terms of the gunfights with Doom's mobility. And also with how like the enemies like were placed and run around and stuff like that, um, like it, it's, it might be a little hard to explain. Maybe I, maybe I just can't think of the words. But Doom and Wolfenstein definitely had two different um, uh, philosophies when it came to how enemies dealt with you. You know, Doom was very much like they're gonna try to pressure you unless you pressure them back. Wolfenstein was. Um, I mean, I guess I guess it depends on the difficulty, but Wolfenstein was just like, dude, you're terror Billy. Just kill everybody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just 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 do it. Um But like, yeah, it looks like a a good mix between two. I'm curious. I definitely want to see. I want to see how they handle that with the open world. Because that's one of the things that that Doom and Wolfenstein did very well. Um they were very closed off and precise. You know, like every fight in Wolfenstein was uh, curated very, very well. And same thing with, with Doom. Like they, you know, did great enemy placement, great enemy timings and stuff like that. Great enemy AI. But if you just have an open world, it makes it a little bit more difficult to do that. So we'll see. Um, also from Bethesda, and this is speculation, maybe it's time we're going to see a Doom 2 for release next year. For release next year. If... If they're using the same exact engine. If they use the same engine. But go ahead, Mike. Trailer at best, if it, it'll they might say twenty nineteen end of twenty nineteen, but yeah. I'm thinking early twenty twenty. I'm thinking late twenty nineteen. Or maybe even um maybe like May twenty nineteen, because that's when they released Doom before. Uh uh-uh. uh. But if it, go ahead. I'm I'm just saying anyway. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, if they're using the same exact game engine that they mm-hmm. were before, they can turn around another Doom in three years, you know, which 2019 would be three years. They can do that. I mean, yeah, I'm- I just I just don't see them releasing it like May 2019. And that would be the best time to do it, because I don't think Doom Doom's a great game, don't get me wrong, right? Like it's lovely. It's it's the best first-person shooter like I've ever played, pretty much. But if it go I don't know if it can stand up in that winter section where it's crowded as fuck. Right. So, I think releasing it in spring is the best, but I don't know if it'll be ready in time is basically what I'm saying. I don't know if it'll be ready by like that May 2019 window. And I don't know if they want to release it in that 
late 2019 window. Right. No, no, I, I gotcha. Like I say, it all depends on, it actually kind of depends on how the development of the first Doom went. Because they could have had a ton of ideas and prototypes ready to go that they just could not fit into the game. And then they take those ideas. Actually, so God, that's how Fallout 76 came to be. Then they take those and turn them into the game. Like I, said, like, I think it's reasonable within three, like, within three years or about three years out, um, they could have had another game developed. So we'll see. I, that, that's, that's just speculation. And obviously, Elder Scrolls is Bethesda's WoW. Um, so card, card, you know, more card games shit. More, uh, more ESO shit. <laughs> That's almost guaranteed. But <laughs> That's again. the speculation we're gonna see. I just, yeah. I just want six. Just yeah. give me six. You don't want Skyrim on your phone? No. <laughs> I don't want Skyrim VR. I don't want Skyrim Switch. I just want six. What Skyrim Actually, you know Switch? What? You can have the Master Sword. I mean, I don't honestly, I don't know why I, I don't even have a hat in this game. I typically don't even play Bethesda games half the time just because, like, I don't deal with buggy games. Or that's just how I feel about it. But I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think the last Bethesda. So, I, um, Fallout for, for when I played <laughs> Skyrim, Skyrim had a ton of bugs. Like, I quit Skyrim when I was looking, for, I was looking for there was an item I needed or a resource I needed. But you had to kill it from these big woolly mammoth things, right? And I'm walking in the field, and I'm like, oh, the woolly mammoth thing is supposed to be here. Why isn't it here? And it literally, as I got closer, spawned in the sky and dropped and died right in front of me. Sounds like a Bethesda game, yeah. And I quit. I was like, I'm done. Yeah, I quit like three <laughs> hours into the game. Like, just too much stuff was going on. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I, I can't play this game. I mean, people love that shit, but I, I, I just can't. But it's yeah, a they, feature. What'd you say? It's a feature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fallout Four. I also that's another one I didn't get too deep into, so I don't know about bugs. But like some of the, like the other games, like I didn't experience any bugs in Dishonored and Doom and Wolfenstein. Yeah, but, that's, but those are a little bit more linear. Like, well, not only that, they're they're not the people who make like the open world RPGs of right. Bethesda Studios. So those are those are handled differently. So right, that's true. That's done in Maryland. <laughs> um, so maybe there's something going on in Maryland, but yeah. So I would expect that. I mean, I've been seeing some speculation about a new Wolfenstein. No way. There's no DLC way. at best. DLC at, expansion at best that connects to three if they do anything. But they ended I, two so well. Why would they? Yeah, exactly. Like they ended two, and then on top of that, they had three good DLCs come out after that. They have three DLCs already for the game. I mean, if they released another DLC like they did with the old blood, sure. But like, what are you gonna do? I don't. I don't think it could be BJ. To be honest with you. Um, it would have to be somebody else. So, what you gonna do? Um, so let's see. Let's move on to Ubisoft, then I guess. And <laughs> we already know about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> we already know about Assassin's Creed, which I'm just like, stop, please stop. You stop. You gave Assassin's Creed a break for a reason. Didn't, I was gonna say, weren't they gonna try to go on that like three year cycle? I mean, I guess they <sighs> two, could two. still be two year cycle. Now, it's not enough. Well, here's time. the deal. Here. Like, you know, they still want Assassin's Creed to be, like, their yearly John, right? That's what they want. They want it to be their yearly thing. But I'm like, dude, you're not Activision. And you're not pumping out Call of Duties. 
Activision has Call of Duties out to a science, right? Um, and that's because Call of Duties, don't get me wrong, it's not like a simple, simple game, but they're fairly simple games to make, you know? Well, I think the major um, thing, too, with Call of Duty is the thing that keeps it going is the community where, like, people are playing online. Whereas Assassin's Creed, it's, like, mostly a single-player experience, so people will just... Do they still have the multiplayer? I don't I think so. I hope not. Yeah, I think I, I don't think Orange Oranges Origins doesn't have that multiplayer assassination multiplayer that they had in Brotherhood and stuff like that. But I think yeah. yeah, but I think if it's like a single player game that keeps coming out every single year like that, it's gonna slowly start dying out. But that I, would oh, go ahead. I'm, I'll let you finish. I mean, I was cool with it for, for two years, like a two year cycle. Okay, kind. We're we're good. Like two years is fine. But now we're back to like every fucking year again. To be like, fair, really? though, we don't know what this announcement could be. They could be like, yo, we're working on this, but you won't see it for another year. I would hope so. But that that's that, I, that not doesn't jam. make a lot of sense. But I, I would hope so. But that's the thing, right? It's My point was that I just don't think they have enough studios that they can give this Assassin's Creed to this one and this Assassin's Creed to this one and they're going to come out one after another, are they going to be the same quality or better? These studios are going to work in tandem while also working on different games. I don't think they have... I don't think Ubisoft has, you know, legs like that. They they could just give Assassin... Make one studio an Assassin's Creed studio. That is what you do. You do Assassin's Creed now. You're Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed. That's what you do. Ubisoft Animus, whatever you want to call it. And you give them the, the games, and you just let that team that makes those games very well continue to make those games you know like that's you know what you do doesn't mean that you have that they have to keep the same exact people you know people can come in and come out and stuff like that so that you can keep ideas fresh and things like that but give the best team the chance to keep iterating on that game and making that game very good versus having you know well, what happened with assassin's creed before you know assassin's creed 3 well, I mean, I mean, I thought that Assassin's Creed Revelations was bad enough. I'm like, oh man, they shouldn't have did this. They stretched too far. I can't wait for Assassin's Creed Three. That's the one. That's the one they've really been working on. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I've never been so wrong about a game in my life. We got bait and switched because Black Flag was really the one that they were working on. <laughs> <laughs> Black, Black Flag isn't that what happened with Syndicate and Unity too? They were really working on Origins. Well, Syndicate. Out? Syndicate wasn't that bad. It's just the problem was Syndicate still had buggy problems, but Unity was just trash. Unity was, Unity trash. was just trash. They tried to integrate like a mobile game with the regular game. Like they were chests in the game that you could not fucking open unless you went onto the mobile game and did stuff. What? And all the yeah. mobile game was the mobile game was mini games from previous Assassin's Creeds. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Unity yeah. was bad. And what was sad is Unity introduced multi was at co-op, like four assassins. Like the cool thing of Unity was, was be get four assassins together, go assassinate this bitch. But wasn't like, it that was like so select, cool. That was a cool idea. Wasn't that only like select missions though? You couldn't even do that for all of them. And it was well, actually it was um it wasn't even main story missions. It was all they just they were yeah, it was side shit. Side shit. They did that in lieu. I'm pretty sure they did, they did that in lieu of regular multiplayer. Yeah, I think uh, that's when the multiplayer died. Yes, which is fine. <laughs> but I, I just want to. I used to love Assassin's Creed, yeah. man. I it used oh, to be yeah. so good, but they lost when they lost Patrice Desolets. 
they never recovered from that. I don't even think they know. I haven't played. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since Unity. I never finished Unity, so I didn't play Syndicate. I didn't play Honest uh, um, Origins Origin. because of all that. And I don't even know if they have a main story back on track at this point. Uh, Origins, I hear, is pretty much reset them. Oh yeah. In a sense. So I mean, they reference the older Assassin's Creed, but Origins has kind of just been a reset for them. And Origins gameplay and everything seems solid. It wasn't for me. I popped it in for a couple, like I popped it in for about five hours, but I wasn't feeling it. But uh-huh. I'm I'm also kind of tired of Assassin's I was also still tired of Assassin's Creed, but I, I gave it I didn't play Unity or Syndicate really. So I mean I, I took a break from it as well, but like it just Origins didn't click but my other problem with Origins is I I it's just like I wanted to go back and play Horizon Zero Dawn some more. Right. So the problem was is just I had better open worlds to go and explore, I guess. And I Breath of the that. Wild and all this other shit. I gotta be honest, man. Sometimes I just think about Horizon Zero Dawn like I really wish I had more Horizon Zero Dawn to play. Oh my god, you have no idea. <laughs> I was like, I just really want more Horizon Zero Dawn to play. Like, I just want another DLC. I need another hit. <laughs> I, need, I need another hit of Horizon Zero Dawn. So, but yeah, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think we're going to see something about that. The Division 2, they've already confirmed the Division 2 will be at E3. I really, I want to like the Division 2. Like, I really want to like the Division because the story just seems so cool. Like, the idea behind it like you're a sleeper agent and you're like, oh, shit's hit the fan. Activate. Let's go. Like that just seems so such a good idea. And then you play the game and it's bullet sponge. Like just yes. bullet sponge everything. So I'm just kind of like, I really want I want to like I really want to like the division. I really do. But I, I, I can't. I'm really hoping the division two sells me like I really I want to get into one of these like mo- in, into one of these like. MMO shooters or, you know, destiny shooter that I want to get into one, but like, and I want division two to sell me, but I don't know if it's going to like, I really want to like it, but it's like, I can't. Yeah. I mean the division, I like, so it's been, the division had, has had a major resurgence. There has been a, a, a repopulation of the division since December for sure. And I can see it in the numbers and sit rep radio. More people are listening. The sit rep radio is the third highest ranking show we have on the network um right now it wouldn't and that was not the case in november <laughs> like literally it was probably the lowest ranked show up until november in december boom third rank of their highest ranked show and um yeah like whatever they like they made a bunch of fixes they released some um you know some new content and people are loving it but I think the game is gonna surround Division Two is still gonna surround mostly around that Dark Zone style play, and I wasn't a fan of that when I went into it in the, when I played it in the first one. You know, I actually preferred the Division's you know uh, campaign. The, the, I thought the campaign was cool, but then you do run into those bullet sponge bosses, which you know this isn't Destiny, right? You're not shooting you know uh, alien demon lords, you know shit like that. Oh, you know, you're shooting human beings wearing fireproof and apparently bulletproof suits as well. <laughs> you know, so it, it it comes off a little bit more difficult. But I don't know. I think that the loot shooter uh, genre needs 
this. They they need the division to to be good and help push the genre forward. To be Lord honest, with you. Lord knows Destiny Two didn't. So no, it did not. Destiny Two is still trying to recover. Well, should yeah. should I be worried? Because I mean, I was a fan of In Orbit, and then Destiny Two came out, and that killed In Orbit. So <laughs> does that mean that Division Two is going to kill Sitrep? I mean. If Division didn't learn from Destiny 2, yeah. Like that's that's always the fear with these loot shooters, man. If no if if it gets you're every the first round you're always granted a pass, right? So like it's your first go, whatever. This hasn't been done before. It's the second go. You can't say you don't know that this wasn't a problem. You know, you don't you can't say like, oh well, we're working on No, you've had a full fucking game to work on it, bro. Like you don't get you don't get to do a sequel and then be like, oh, well, we didn't really hear it was a problem. No, right. no, you, you know, it's a problem. You just chose not to fix it. Exactly. I mean, Destiny had a Destiny 2 had a very weird issue where it was like they made vanilla Destiny and then ignored everything else that came out after vanilla Destiny and released Destiny 2. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen with the Division 2. Yeah, I I think the Division 2 probably learned its lessons, especially because of the way that it's helped revitalize the Division 1. Fingers crossed. One of the reasons why the Division did get revitalized, one, they released new content, but two, because Destiny pushed people away. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So I don't have to put dollars in the jar for talking about Destiny on a pre E3 show. Thank you. I was much. thinking about it. I was like, am I going to bring this up? But you didn't bring it up first, so it's not fair. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. That's on me. <laughs> I brought up. I brought up the Destiny shame. I apologize. Yeah. But anyways, um, Ubisoft. Yeah, I think we're gonna see some something from Beyond Good and Evil too. I mean, I like the trailer they showed last time. I mean, I hope it's it, actually. Be honest with you, I. I almost want to just be a reboot, right? Because the mood is completely different. That trailer that they showed last year, the mood is completely different from the original game. Just well, reboot the universe. Just well, isn't it, a, it? Well, isn't it a prequel before everything goes to shit? Like, isn't this like a prequel to before everything just goes to crap and all that jazz? Possibly, but it still doesn't seem like it would mesh that well with what with the original game, you know, but get granted, we didn't learn that much about the characters. Like, you know, that, and we don't even know if that pig and the other one was Paige or not. You know, we we don't know. Yeah. We don't know much of shit about that game. And I think that game is still three years out, especially based off that month. They did a Twitch stream about like a month or two ago where they showed off, like, this is where we are. And they showed like, you know, character motions and potential combat and potential right. things that they're working on. Well, they maybe just be trying to gauge interest, like, you know, whether they should be continuing to work on this or not. You oh, know? they definitely need to fucking finish this game. Because, There's... I mean, this is how many times, like, this isn't the first wave of Beyond Good and Evil 2 we've had. <laughs> you know, like, this is... I know, but, like, they can't just be like, we're finally doing it and then not do it now. Like, that would be such a shit storm for Ubisoft. Ubisoft kind of plays by their own rules. I, I know, bit, but, like, so. do you know how many people would just be so disheartened by this now? Like, they, the fact that they've put forth effort and they've shown it and they're doing all this shit with it just to, just to can it, like, there would be 
there are so many people that talk about Beyond Good and Evil 2 now that are just like, I, I, I would not think they'd want that bad PR. I mean, even right. things like Scalebound, which wasn't even hype before. Nobody even knew what that was. They showed it and everybody's like, yo, this looks amazing. And they're like, oh, never mind. And a lot of people are pretty mad about that. Yeah. I mean, that's something that's, I'm not sure. I, still, I do think we're going to see something. I hope so. You know what we're definitely going to see? Just dance. More dancing. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're always going to see Just Dance. The, um, the thing that we should be speculating is who's going to be coming out on stage? Is it going to be Flo Rida again? We're going to get somebody you know, else? Uh, <laughs> you know, some other, I, maybe Pitbull. Some we'll old Camilla, star. My money's on Camila Cabello. I'm, mm. I'm putting my money on her. They're, she's going to come out and sing Havana. That's my, that's my bet. That's my bet. Is that song dancey enough? Uh, it is salsa enough. So yes, it's salsa enough. I don't know. Can you get a crowd hyped? <laughs> can you? you know, no. Can you try Was to anyone hype really hyped for freaking Jason Derulo when he came? No. Out? Okay. But you got to have like Cabello that. will do fine. The rules of the Just Dance intro into the Ubisoft, uh, you know, presentation is it's got to be upbeat. It's got to be somebody you know and somebody that's not dangerous. Well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll, maybe they'll do like, maybe they'll do the middle with Zed and what's her fucking face then. Mm. But I think they cost too much. Maybe. Yeah, they're popular. (laughs) You got to get somebody who's, yeah, there you go. Do you know them? Not dangerous, not expensive. (laughs) Those are the rules for that. That's why I was thinking Camilo Cabello, because, or they'll either do that and they'll maybe get Fifth Harmony. I don't fucking know, man. Are they still together? I thought they broke up. They're down to three members now. They're three. <laughs> don't ask me why. Third I know army this. now. Well, you, you know, don't I just, ask me why. I, just I, don't, say, I don't even I, know who they are. I'm glad this has turned into the pop music podcast that I didn't know I wanted. And I'm probably the youngest <laughs> person here, and I have no clue what's going on. I just want to throw that out there. I, I don't know anybody. Is. Okay, but anyways, like do you, they. I would have said we would see something the Mario and Rabbids DLC, but they already announced it. They announced it. it. Yeah. Well, Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, which is kind of cool, but I probably hmm? huh? Oh no! Like you said, you say Donkey Kong from Ubisoft? No, the Mario, Mario and Rabbits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll probably we'll see more of that Skull and Crossbones game, that Sea game. Oh, the not Sea of we'll, Thieves game. Yeah the 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 black flag the the space the naval combat a black flag, but that's all it is. <laughs> like, I'm in. I'm in. Like that's uh, that's really all I require. The only other game that has that is um, Rebel Galaxy. It's like, but it's in space. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see more of that. I'd be impressed if we see something for For Honor, like an expansion for that. But I doubt it. Are people still? I, I was gonna that? say I don't. Are they? I, some people I see it on Twitch sometimes. I just see For Honor just pop up sometimes. Well, but. yeah, you see any game pop up on Twitch. Well, here's the thing: that's about fair. Ubisoft. That's fair. That's Ubisoft, fair. Games. I, I mean, I don't know what they gauge success on, but games that you don't expect to be successful for them, or you wouldn't think it's successful for them, are actually considered successes for them. They're making the money, like like our not Rainbow Six. Um, well, Siege is doing great now. Siege is doing great. <laughs> Siege has been doing great for a long time, but uh, Ghost Ooh. Recon Wildlands. What the fuck? How'd that game do well? It shouldn't have, but it did. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, what? I played it. I'm like, oh my God, this game is trash. And I turned it off. Did and so well. Ubisoft is like, oh yeah, we're making fucking tons of money. I'm like, who was playing this game? 
People play Wildlands. I don't know who and I don't know how, but they are. Dude, a lot of it's people like, bought um, it just because it's under the Tom Clancy umbrella. I mean, that's true. A lot of people I mean, bought it, but like people are still playing it and buying the expansions and other shit with it. You know what? I bet you we'll see a siege, another siege event, probably. Oh, like yeah. they'll announce something siege related. Siege is doing so well. I am impressed they rebounded that game so well. Well, I mean, because there's still, I mean, there's market for tactical shooter, right? And the only oh, yeah. two tactical shooters you have are Counter Strike. Well, not the only two, right? But the two biggest ones you have are Counter Strike and Rainbow Six. You know, well, yeah, but Rainbow Six Siege is a great game. It's a great it game. Is. It just didn't do so well at the beginning. They rebounded it really well. Um, do you think we'll see anything like you know how Ubisoft always ends their conferences with like something's just stupid, like steep. Like what is gonna be the stupid like it's gonna be the steep this year? <laughs> yeah, what is what is this year's steep? Like that's the thing. It's hard to speculate on Ubisoft because they, they really do pull shit out of nowhere. God, if it's they like, if, if they would just give me my dream my dream prediction, like if I could just something that would just make me fucking happy. Just give me a fucking Prince of Persia. Just give wow, me yeah. fucking Prince of Persia. I don't even care if it's Sands of Time redone all over again. Just just give me Prince of Persia. I don't care. That would be the blow my fucking mind moment of Ubisoft's conference. Yeah. That won't happen, uh, but I'll I think, I'd love it. I think we're due for a splinter cell. I think it's about time to revive. They they didn't they like hint at that in fucking Ghost Wildlands or whatever. There was a time where Sam Fisher was in like Ghost Recon or whatever. He was there was a mission where you have to help him? Or yeah, something like that. I think I think you're a hundred percent accurate. I bet you Splinter Cells at E3 this yeah. year. That, that's, that's also on one of the million leak lists that there are too. So that's like huge speculation. Yeah, I actually when I heard that that they were they were having a, a Splinter Cell um a Splinter Cell tie-in to Ghost Recon, I'm like, Sam's losing his touch, because if he was doing his job properly, he wouldn't need the ghost's help. So, <laughs> that's what I thought about. I love the, I, I watched a video of that event, and I loved how Sam Fisher made a nod to Snake, and how basically Snake's been retired. Yes, <laughs> I, 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 so I did hear good. about that, too. I was anyways. Said there was another guy. <laughs> he yeah. used to wear a bandana. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. good. So, uh, let's move on to EA going to be a lot of apologizing going on. <laughs> Please like us again. Please love yeah, me. But we're yeah. definitely going to see we're going to see an anthem demo and I oh, think 100%. we're going to see anthem and possibly I don't know they they're, they're going to announce it's not going to be any loot boxes and cosmetic purchases only. <laughs> we're going to see a lot of talking about Battlefront and how they're not backing down about their cover art, which is awesome. You mean Battlefield uh, 5? Battlefield 5, sorry. I said Battlefront, my bad. Yeah, Battlefield 5. Like, yeah, they're not backing down um, with the cover art. Good. Um, eh, I mean, I think it was a silly thing to, to get upset about, even though I understand. I understand to a degree the like the the issue but it wouldn't stop me from playing the game it's a uh, it, it's I a press care. thing huh? What's any, that? any news is good news so it just it just you know it it makes battlefront in people's heads because they anyways battlefield because <laughs> <laughs> i apparently it's not in same. everybody's head so they're all the same <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so. No, it's not actually. Have you played the difference between Battle... Obviously, Battlefront Star Wars and Battlefield is military. But, like, mechanically, have you played the two? Yes, but it's been a while. Yeah, I'm saying, like... Because just... they want... Ba- for Battlefront, they want everybody to play Battlefront. I mean... You literally just have to point and shoot, point and pull the trigger, and just make sure the little overheat bar doesn't hit the top. That's it. It goes straight. All of the lasers go straight. <laughs> so. You can hit better than a stormtrooper. Oh, Anyways. yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to see Anthem. We're going to see Battlefield 5, uh, which is going to be fine, huh? I don't know what EAL has because they canceled all their like heavy hitter. They canceled the Amy Hennig game, so that game's dead. Amy Hennig? The the star she's yeah. the one who made Uncharted or the stories of Uncharted and they canceled oh. her Star Wars solo game oh, her okay. Star Wars single player game I should was it say like thirteen thirteen no the thirteen thirteen that was the bounty hunter one that was before that was Boba Fett's game yeah, that got canceled yeah they cancel they cancel single player Star Wars games left yes. and right like at this point just like I don't know give me Jedi Academy fuck it just make I think something happen canceling single player games. <laughs> <laughs> Because they don't think that's what people want. Because that's how EA thinks. It's like, oh, they all want the same thing. I mean, do you think <laughs> Disney, Disney will keep with EA after the whole Star Wars? Because they were really unhappy about all the bad press. So I, I think how? once the license is up, they might back out. But I don't know. I don't know. I like they were, that was the main reason why they apologized was because Disney was like, uh, guys, guys, chill. Yeah. What, did Nicky Rand say something? No, I was gonna, I was gonna say like what are, what are their choices though that they go they get to go with Activision like <laughs> exactly I mean, they that's... gave I mean they gave Spider Man to Insomniac so Disney can literally just go and do whatever they probably don't want to pull another Marvel vs Capcom though and like do that bullshit again but I don't know Disney can do whatever the fuck they want with their properties they can give it to whoever they want right. Disney should just yes. make an in-house Disney gaming company. They, they did. They, <laughs> they did it. that. It closed. Okay. Well, they, they could try it they again. Had, they had several actually, and they they all don't closed. do well. They Disney doesn't know how to make games, so they need to like give it to the good people to make the games for them. Hence, why Insomniac, who made fucking Sunset Overdrive, which was a great fucking just jump around, do whatever the fuck you want game, Spider Man makes fucking sense they just need to find other properties that also make sense for whatever games that they're playing around sadly they failed on capcom because i don't know what the fuck happened to marvel's capcom i'm still salty about that yeah yeah i think they were just trying to cash in for that but that's a different conversation give it to arc system works give it to arc system works for the love of god just give it to arc system works they, <laughs> arc system works just shits money now like they made so much money off dragon ball oh anyways yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I, this is speculation. I do think there's gonna be a new Need for Speed. Um, I think there's gonna be a new Need for Speed, maybe because like me, Need for Speed is the Madden of street racing games. <laughs> like, I mean, just, you're not wrong, but my big hype E3, EA E3 moment is gonna be when they say burnout. Like if they if EA says burnout and just shows a trailer of like cars crashing and exploding, here's my money, take it. I don't need this anymore. Just give me fucking burnout. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if they made a new burnout, that would be great. Um, fucking God, I would, I'd lose it. I would lose it if they announced burnout. Cause I don't think it'll really happen, but I would lose my shit. 
Yeah, it just doesn't really feel like anybody is trying all that hard on the racing front. I mean, for years. Even Forza, right? Forza is a phenomenal racing game. Both Forza and Forza Horizon. But it's the same formula over and over again. Uh, and it's you know they may add a feature here, they may add a feature there, but for for the most part, it's it's the same formula, different environments, you know. So like that. that's why they can pop out of Forza every other year. Actually, Forza comes out yearly at this point. You have Forza, Forza Horizon, Forza, Forza Horizon, and they come out and they're great games. They're not losing quality, but nobody's making any big changes. Rockstar, where is my Midnight Club? Where is my Project Gotham? Oh, oh, please don't. My heart can't take it. <laughs> my heart can't or is take Project it. Gotham Racing? Yo, I get yeah. sad when I think about Bizarre, man. I get. I was like, oh, man, they made such good racing games. Because fucking and Blur, they're, they're, Blur. They're, oh, their final, their final, uh, you know, piece right there. Fucking great, man. I, I played Bizarre games from Metropolis Street Racing on Dreamcast. You know, all the way up. I, I wish someone would pick up Split Second and do another one of those. I would have to go back through and play that game again because when I played it before, I think at the time when Split Second came out, there were just so many other good racing games. There out. were. So I think it was Split, the same time as Blur. Split, yeah, Split Second came out the same year as Blur. I know because that's the same year we started Mash Those Buttons. So Split Second, Blur, Alan Wake, uh, Red Dead Redemption all came out around the same time. Xbox was a good thing to have around then. Yes, <laughs> it was. Xbox was back then. Back then, before they started fucking it up. Uh, we'll, we'll get to Microsoft soon. Microsoft is my favorite conference, by the way, because it fills me with hope. <laughs> <laughs> and how it gets dashed. <laughs> like the coolest thing last year at Xbox was literally just Ori and Dragon Ball for oh, me. We're, we're, we're going to talk about that, yeah. Okay. Last year, Ori? 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 Ori and the Will of the Wisps or whatever. They're, they, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, it was a trailer. They had a trailer last year for Ori too. I did. Ori and the. Oh my gosh. Well, now I'm really excited. <laughs> it's, it's your favorite. It's your favorite conference, and you forgot about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, now I'm really excited. But I think the, well, they're obviously going to have a sports montage for EA, like they oh. always do. Yeah. Those sports montages piss me off. Like they have some like athletes come out talking about the you game don't. they talk. You know, they talk about the game that they play in real life and how that relates to what electronic arts doing. Like, dude, they do the same thing every year. Get the fuck out of my face. You with don't that. need thing. it. They're gonna buy FIFA. They're gonna buy Madden. It yep. doesn't matter if they're at the conference or not. People will buy it anyway. They don't have to be there. It's literally just to make the to make the investors happy that they're there. Yep. Yep. That's it. So I think we're going to say, I know with Battlefield 5, they said that they were not going to be any loot boxes. There were not going to be any season passes. They're going the Overwatch route. You can buy cosmetic items uh, for uh, Battlefield 5, but the con- the extra content, because they are going to treat it like games as a service, the extra content will be free and released every few months. Can I just get Bad Company 3? Again, my heart. I can't take it. <laughs> Besides burnout being announced, that would be my EA hype moment. Like, Bad Company 3. It, I mean, Bad Company probably has to be the greatest console property that made it over to PC. 
I've never seen a console property transfer over to PC so well. Bad Company 2 is phenomenal. I don't understand how you can make a game so serious and so funny at the same time. I don't know how they did that. You know? They can't do it anymore. So that's <laughs> probably why they can't make it. But anyways. Yeah, so. Uh, Bad Company 3. If they announced that, that would actually get them in a lot of good graces with, with some people. But with Battlefield 5 coming out, there's no way they're going to do it. Oh, there's no way. I just I just have a dream of Bad Company 3 in my fu- like sometime in the future. I just have a dream of it somewhere. It's like Prince of Persia. It's like that thing that'll never happen, but yeah. I one day just wish it would. I think the Bad Company 3 would have such high expectations that they're a little worried about putting it out. That's Because Battlefront didn't have high expectations and they weren't worried about putting out Battlefront. No, Battlefront, I, don't, I gotta be honest with you, Battlefront did not have high expectations. What they expected was to not be paid, a, you know, you you pay for the game, and that would be it. They didn't expect you to have to pay additional once you got the game. That's what fucked Battlefront. Well, that was fucked Battlefront 2. I was just talking Battlefront about Battlefront two. 1. Battlefront I was talking two? about, like, Battlefront 1 had a lot of expectations living up to Battlefront. The the PS2 Battlefronts and all that stuff. Oh, I don't know. Like I, when I saw Battlefront, when when they first showed it, the the you know when it came back, I was like, oh yeah, this is super casual. Like this is super super duper casual. They want that Star Wars fan that doesn't play video games to play this game. They want this to be the Madden of Star Wars. You know, so they want anybody to be able to play it. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to Square Enix. That I almost forgot to put into this list, to be honest with you. Um, and who probably might have their uh, their conference in a cafe somewhere. <laughs> I mean, the Square Enix <laughs> Cafe is It'll... pretty nice. So yeah, I mean, they, it would be straight up in the Square Enix Cafe. Like, I'd yeah. be I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we know Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I think this is going to be the end of that trilogy. To be honest with you, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm looking forward to it. I, I have enjoyed the new Tomb Raider reboot um, a lot. You know, that it's, it's good. So that's yeah. going to be nice. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, we're, pre- we're pretty sure we're going to see something there. Release date. We'll get we'll finally get a release date because they said they were going to give more release date details in June. But it'll probably be like that event they did for Final Fantasy 15 where they said there'd be a release date and then they pushed right. it back. So, <laughs> so you don't think March 2019? March 2019? No, it'll be... I... I think they really wanted to get it out this year because they don't have another game coming out at the end of the year. I think they want it out by end of year. Think so. But they're going to make it after Red Dead. They know not to put it in October. I don't they think, know not to do that. I don't think Kingdom Hearts is a good holiday release. I don't think it's a good holiday release. And even releasing after Red Dead is a bad idea. You got to give Red Dead time to breathe, man. (laughs) They made a bad decision by releasing FF15 in December. So I don't really trust Square with their release. It was the end of November, though. Yeah. It was like almost December. Like it was like very end of November, right? Like November 20th or 28th. I think it was like right before Black Friday or something like that. Yeah, or immediately, I don't remember something. Yeah, a a game like Tomb Raider is really one of the only Square titles you can release in (sighs) in in classic holiday season because simply because of Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts. 
I, Are you kidding me? No. I, I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good Christmas release or you know holiday if, release. Every time a Tomb Raider game has launched, they have launched it to die because it has been surrounded by other titles that eat its lunch. They have done that every single time. But the game does fine. Fine enough for them to make another one. Does it make buku bucks? No, but they already set. So Square Enix, they expect Tomb Raider to sell 3 million copies. 3 million units. That's what they expect. That's what it does. They make another Tomb Raider. That's all they have. That, that, that is literally like the agreement. That actually, we almost didn't get Rise of the Tomb Raider because they didn't hit that goal within the first month, but they hit it within the first three months. That's yeah. all they really want from Tomb Raider. It does what they expected to do, and that is what matters. To That's them. fair. I we're gonna get Shadow of the Tomb Raider this year. I I also. <sighs> They have to release Kingdom Hearts. It's it's fucking time. Like they can't they can't cook that anymore. Like it's they have to finish. They have to release it. I don't it know. I mean, you don't want to pull it out of the oven before it's done. That's how you die. It's it's so done. Like I look at it. I look at it, and I've looked at all the video. It's done. I didn't know you were like, a developer on Kingdom done. Hearts, man. Tell me more. It's fucking. <laughs> it's fucking done. Like come on. All those videos we've seen in the past couple months, like, come on. You're telling me that shit's not done. And then well, you walk two no feet over into a boss through the world. Like, you know, it's... It's been almost 10 fucking years. Oh my years. God, but they I haven't been know. working on it for that long. It's done. It has to be done. It has to be done. It okay, well, emotions done. aside. Emotions aside, it probably isn't done. It'll get released next year. Emotions uh, with it, it has to be done because I can't take this much more. Yeah, I'm thinking I, I have to die. I have to. I have to finish this game before I die. Damn it! I'm thinking, like, that's something in March of 2019. That's that's when I think it's coming out. March of 2019. If it is, it's because it gets pushed. They're going to announce a release date for this year, but it'll get pushed. That's my prediction. They'll say this year, but it's going to get pushed because this will happen to Final Fantasy 15. They said September something something had a whole event about it, and it got pushed back. So, gotcha. because Tetsuya Nomura can't finish a fucking game. But anyways. <laughs> uh, let's see. Just Cause 4. I think there was a leak for that. So we're speculating. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to see that um, somewhere yeah. <laughs> at E3. Yeah, Just Cause is a pretty safe bet. I, it's been a long enough time since Just Cause 3. Mm. All right, so. the, uh, the wild card? Or do you want to talk about the wild card? Go ahead. Let's talk about the wild card. The wild to me, like what they're going to end on is whatever the fuck uh, Crystal Dynamics has been working on about the Avengers game. Right. The Avengers game is going to be what they end on. Like that's going to be the final trailer at Square's event. Like that's the coup de gras, I would say. I that just feels so weird to me that an Avengers game is coming out of Square. That feels so weird to me. Like I would expect an Avengers game to come out of Activision. To be honest with you. Well, that, Raven Software got called to Call of Duty bullshit, so they don't get to make Marvel's Universe RPGs like X-Men Legends anymore. But that's almost like what they, they specialized in before. They had, they had an awesome Transformers game. They had an okay Ninja Turtles game. They had... No, it was not okay. It was bad. It was, it was okay. Like, platinum made a bad game. We can <laughs> say Platinum makes bad games sometimes, okay? I'm not a Platinum fanboy, to be honest with you. That's why I played I was like, 
it's all right. I was like, it was okay. Maybe it wasn't, maybe as somebody who's a fan of Platinum Games, you were like, oh, this is shit. You know, like, but for me, I was like, meh, I, I didn't expect much anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what they did before. So I would expect to come out of Activision, but, you know, whatever. But they got their cash cows. Like, you know, we're going to talk about Activision now at somebody else's wait, show. Wait, before we go on to Activision, do you think at Square we will see anything Final Fantasy VII remake? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even though we've had all these issues with CyberConnect, like not working on it, then not working on it, then trying to find a developer to work on it. Do you think we'll, we'll see something FF7 remake? I think we will. I think they had Even to at least say something at this point. I mean, they probably have to say something, but I don't know how much they're going to show since CyberConnect well, was still... working on it and then isn't working on it. You know how last year Nintendo's like, hey, we're working on Pokemon Chill? I think Square Enix might do the same thing with Final Fantasy VII. I mean, maybe. Mm, we'll see. Yeah, we'll probably see more uh, Final Fantasy XV episodes at Square's thing, because they already announced four more episodes for Final Fantasy XV. Oh, yeah? Actually, I got yeah, Final that's... Fantasy XV for free with my uh, processor, so I'm finally going to play it on PC. That's good. You'll play it now that it's actually good. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, or better, <laughs> I should say. Like, they improved a lot with uh, the latest update, so the need, Royal Edition. I need to watch a movie or something like that, right? Then they have a movie for oh, it? Oh, Kingsleeve. I still haven't yeah, seen I mean, it. I have it. I got the deluxe edition and everything. Haven't seen it. I mean, you could watch Kingsglaive, I guess. It is good. <laughs> it is good. It's just Kingsglaive should have been in the game. Like, Kingsglaive, like, some of the things I was like, why couldn't I play through this? This would have been cool, but it is what it is. All right. So, yeah, for Activision, we're definitely going to hear about Destiny 2 Year 2. If you're still into that. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sorry. I'm done. My, I'm, I have on PC the Destiny 2 Collector's Edition. I got it for free, and I haven't even opened it. That means I have all the DLCs, too. So I have the complete Destiny 2 year one. And I was talking to uh, Waldy, who actually used to do In Orbit with Jorge. He was like, oh, dude, it has four missions. Four. And I was like, yep. Same old Bungie. <laughs> you know. But um, I, like the, the heart, it's, it did enough to bring back hardcore Destiny players. So good for them. Uh, there's going to be a new Call of Duty. We already know quite a bit about Black Ops 4, mm-hmm. which apparently is multiplayer only. Or did they mm-hmm. did they confirm that there's going to be a single player too? Nope. All, they, nope just no, all multiplayer. All multiplayer and a Battle Royale mode. Did they confirm a Battle Royale uh-huh. mode? Or is it's called Blackout. We'll, what, they didn't show a lot of the Battle Royale mode. I think E3 is when they're really going to show the Battle Royale mode. But they mostly focused on zombies. And the multiplayer, like the classes, because they're like class shooter ish. And how all the right guns now. are updated, and they went like way in depth. Yeah. So, Battle Royale is probably going to be like what they talk about mostly at E3 this year. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. I mean, I think they're going to have some trouble in the Battle Royale world. One, because Fortnite is free and killing the game. And obviously, Call of Duty is not going to be free. But right. on top of that, 
bat, like you know, both. Well, I don't know if PUBG does, but Fortnite is constantly doing events, constantly adding new content, constantly adding new dances, emotes, constantly well, updating. Well, they killed Paragon, so what else are they going to work on? Yeah, like they're constantly. <laughs> it's, it's just constantly. It's a constant state of updates. Whereas Call of Duty is very formulatic. It comes out, and then once every three months, there's a new DLC. That is it. I don't think for for their battle royale mode, which apparently they're banking a lot on, um, by putting it by putting in a battle royale mode versus putting in a single player. Uh, that being the case, like I, I just don't think it can compete on that level, especially if you can, if you expect for people to buy a new Call of Duty next year. Like no, like battle royale is a games as a service. I wonder if they're expecting genre. battle royale as a fad to die out, and they want to put like it out there as soon as possible before it dies because they don't think it's going to last until the next Call of Duty. Maybe. Maybe. My other concern is they've been dodgy about the number of players on map. They really haven't said the. Uh, they kind of avoided the question when a lot of people asked. Like, how many people will you get on the map? They kind of like, we'll talk about it at a later time kind of thing. Or, you know, so I'm wondering if they're going to run into the same issue that uh, uh, Dying Light has been running into. Because Dying Light's also doing a Battle Royale mode, but they're only having like 20 people on map or something like that. So I'm curious. Those games and the engines behind them aren't designed to handle... Uh, you know, that many players, like 100 players on a map, um, especially Call of Duty, right? And not to mention Activision, Call of Duty never had the greatest servers to begin with, but now to get 100 person, 100 people in one map, a very large map, and have that across, like, just server farms, that's a lot of resources that you gotta, that you, that yeah. you pony up for. You know. Yeah, I don't know if Activision wants to do that, so we'll see how it goes. But I have a feeling they're going to talk a lot about Battle Royale at E3. Yeah, like, so Rip, I mean, this will probably be the first Call of Duty that I don't have, because I don't play Call of Duty multiplayer. I have no interest in Battle Royale. Uh, I usually call get Call of Duty, play through a single player, because it is just like kind of like mindless fun to go through. And that's that. You know, to go back for a second, you did say that you don't know if Activision wants to throw all those servers up and whatnot, but they are, they did throw Call of Duty on uh, Battle.net, which means Blizzard's going to be maintaining that architecture. So it may be something. I don't think so. That doesn't mean that Blizzard's going to be maintaining the architecture. It just means that. um, Well, at least for the PC version. Not necessarily, because just because a game is on Steam doesn't mean you have Steam runs the servers. No, the but in this, but no, but it's a little bit different because it's not like you know you don't get full access to like all of Valve's servers when you're on Steam. But because of the relationship that, I mean, Blizzard is Activision to a degree, so I mean they're they're bringing in their engineers and whatnot, and they're working together very closely. I don't think so. From a, just from a technical perspective, that doesn't make sense. I mean, you can use Battle.net assets like somebody's battle tag and stuff like that in your game through API and have it running on separate servers. I don't. I highly doubt Blizzard's going to be running FPS servers for um, for Call of Duty. That's who. That's whoever is going to be actually developing the game. You know, because they're like Blizzard's definitely not developing the uh, the dedicated servers in house. That's for damn sure. For for um for Call of Duty, 
Because, you know, they think that 62 tick is okay in Overwatch. <laughs> you know, so like, eh, they're not necessarily with the FPS running server thing just yet. Well, that, but that's sort of the trade-off. Because wasn't that one of the things that they said in the the video that uh, that the, 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 it, was, it was the kind of thing where they were helping the, the people with Call of Duty, but the Call of Duty engineers were then also helping them with Overwatch? I think they helped them with the console version of Overwatch specifically. What they asked, what they helped them with specifically was console controls. That's and and actually got, I got to be honest, with you, they did a much better job than any Call of Duty did on console in my opinion. They took that shit to the next level cuz uh, Overwatch probably is the best feeling shooter I've ever played on console. It's really really nice on console and people don't give it enough credit, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think like as much as Blizzard Activision works together, I, they are still two kind of separate entities. Like you know, I don't think Activision knows not to mix the peanut butter and the chocolate together. Like because you don't, they don't, they don't want to necessarily fuck it up. I mean, don't get me wrong. Battle.net at some point will be the Activision launcher. <laughs> you know, for PC games, that is definitely happening. But I think Blizzard still maintains their own infrastructure while. The Activision like um, developers will I, maintain their infrastructure for their game. I never thought about it, but Battle.net could just be like the origins of Activision. Oh yeah, like, that's, e- like very very easily. That's what they're gonna do. Like that's I, I and people are like no, don't let Activision corrupt you, dude. They're fucking. It's a fucking business. <laughs> they're not your friend. <laughs> they want your money. Yeah, but since Activision, <laughs> so since Activision doesn't have their own show, where do you think Call of Duty is gonna like? Do you think it's just gonna be at like Microsoft's and Sony's press conference, or I think it's gonna be a Sony's press conference. I'm pretty sure they have the DLC agreement with Sony now, because mm-hmm. Activision goes with whoever's winning. When Microsoft is winning, it goes with Microsoft. Now that Sony's winning, it's with Sony. And then when Microsoft starts winning again, it's gonna be with Microsoft. It's gonna happen. Trust me. Switch is going to start winning, and then it's going to be on Switch. Oh, no. Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo just does their own things. I mean, you say that as Fortnite. It, well, we don't know if Fortnite's going to yeah. be not speculation, but anyways, Nintendo. Yeah. Well, actually, let's, let's go ahead and talk about Microsoft. And Microsoft is my favorite conference because it always fills me with hope. It's hope like this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year where they they show they they start getting this shit together. Don't get me wrong, I, Microsoft. The, the 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 challenge that Microsoft had after the Xbox One's launch was massive. It was a massive challenge, and I think they put the right people in place to take care of it. But it's not going to happen overnight because you go. Oh. You Sorry, know, uh, you gotta remember, like with the re- the way the original Xbox One was released, the uh, the concept behind development for the Xbox One had a lot to do with digital distribution and cloud computing, and I'm positive a lot of their first party titles were gonna rely on that, especially the Crackdown. The Crackdown definitely was gonna be their showcase game that showcased the power of the Xbox One with the cloud computing and all that shit. And now that that is not a thing, that is one of the reasons why the Crackdown 3 is in, is in such tr- the, the trouble that it's had. Like I'm pretty sure there are entire components of that game that had to be rewritten because it wasn't going to rely on that cloud computing like it was a uh, originally planned. But since Microsoft has released new hardware, right? They've released new hardware already. That's what last year's show was about. Um, I think this year they have no choice 
but to talk software. Especially since last year was so light, right? Last year, the best game that came out on the Xbox was um, uh, Cuphead. That was the game of the year on the Xbox. Cuphead. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Dragon Ball showed up on their stage, but I mean, it's multi-platform, so it's whatever. Exactly, and I'm pretty sure that gets played competitively on PS3, isn't it? It does. It gets. It's PS4. PS4. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, PS3, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like they have, they I think they have no choice but to go software. So I think we're definitely going to see a Halo Six. It's time. So it's yeah, it. it's it's definitely Halo time. It's Halo time. I think we're going to see a Halo Six, Forza Horizon Four, which. That's race game Skyrim, by the way. If you, if you didn't know about Forza Horizon, it's it's racing game Skyrim, and it's fucking awesome. They're so much fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't even like racing games, and the Horizon games Dude, are dope. Forza Horizon just makes you feel good. It just makes you feel fucking good to play. I like, don't even oh, race. I just like find all the cars and hit all the signs, and that's it. I don't race, and I don't care about racing in real life. I don't care about music festivals in real life. But Forza Horizon is my shit. <laughs> you know, I fucking love it. So Forza Horizon 4, I believe we're going to see. I think we're going to see a Gears of War 5. We're going to see Shadow of the Tomb Raider there, by the way. I'm pretty sure that's still... Rise of the Tomb Raider? Rise of the Tomb Raider? Or Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Shadow. Oh, Shadow. Sorry, Shadow. Shadow Fuck, yeah. yeah. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Uh, you think there's going to be a Fable, hopefully, Mike. So there's been all this like talk of another studio working on Fable. So we might get a trailer, but that might be it. My problem is it's hard to get excited for Microsoft for me because every time they announce something cool, they cancel it. Phantom Dust canceled. Fable Legends canceled. Scalebound canceled. Like it's every time they announce something that I would get like hype for, it gets canceled. So I kind of have to go into Microsoft conferences like, that's cool. Is it really coming? Or are you just baiting me again? Like, are you just baiting me again? What well, would be really cool, if, honestly, like if they want to get in my in my good corner, they announce Killer Instinct too. But that would, that would be crazy to do. Well, I mean, haven't they consistently been releasing KI in seasons? Like, KI is their game, is like a, their fighting it's game dead. as a service. Is it dead? It's dead. dead. It's, it's season three. Like, there hasn't been any updates since, like, there's been no oh. word. It's been quiet. Iron Galaxy has moved on to do, like, shitty games like Extermination, Extermination, or whatever, Extinction, and shit like that. So, it, it, Killer, the KI front is just silent. So, they're probably working on. Whatever the next Xbox is, we might see Ki two then. Right, but yeah, I think. Well, yeah, we, we, we mentioned Crackdown, but you think Crackdown is going to launch on Games Pass to try to attract people to that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'll I'll put money on that. I'll bet on that. I I would put money on that. That that is a Games Pass game. Right. Just like Sea of Thieves was. Okay, I didn't know. Like, I'm, I obviously Games Pass is not attractive to me. Because you know, I play both Xbox and PS4 pretty passively. But if Xbox is your main jam, the Games Pass is... I, I look at the games on there, I'm like, this ain't bad. Like, this, this ain't too bad. You know, I'm like, that, that, this, this can kind of work. It's um, a really smart thing for them to do since they're behind. It's a yeah. good graces kind of thing. It basically... It was the smartest move they could have done. Well, the, be- the best decisions a lot of these companies make is when they're behind. Look at PlayStation with the ps3 and playstation plus it's when they need to come back that they they do all the good stuff um 
So yeah, Crackdown Three. Right? We're definitely gonna see more on Crackdown Three. But I think they're like you know they already have the Xbox One X out, and obviously they need software to put to to move it. You know. So I think I hope over this last year or so, or even before. Actually, I'm pretty sure as soon as Phil Spencer took control of Xbox, right? They had been working on getting, um, you know, exclusives for Xbox from third parties, uh, you know, stuff like that. And I mean, how long has Phil Spencer been in charge of Xbox now? Let's say about three years or so, maybe four years. Right now would be about the time that those games are ready to be shown. Yeah, I just hope they're not. I I just don't want another scale bound situation. That's I'm I was really burned. What by if that they game. reannounce scale bound? I would call so much bullshit. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me it's canceled and then it's coming back. Um, Sony's gonna announce it. No, my game's what my game's the, dead. Microsoft I think for now. Microsoft has been repositioning themselves. They've been just doing a bunch of jockeying and positioning these last few years. Um, the Xbox right now is definitely on the console track of the future, right? So, you know, new hardware, same OS, tons of backward compatibility. People act like it's not important. It fucking is. If backward compatibility is important. Um you know, they are on the cusp of that. They have, you know, I think they're they're looking for ways to uh, have greater integration into Windows. If Microsoft, oh my God, if Microsoft would do something like any game that you put into the Windows Store is now playable on the Xbox One and vice versa, dude, that would be massive. I mean, that's what they're Massive. working on with this whole... I was going to say... I thought that's what they were working on anyway. Do most of that? Well, their first part is they do. But... So, I don't want to get too technical, and I'm not an expert on this for sure. But I believe you have to use a... If you want your game to be cross-compatible between Windows and the Xbox, you have to use their new windowing system. You can't use Win32. You have to use their new windowing system like um, ReCore Use that. <laughs> You know, um, and actually, I don't know. I record use it. I didn't have a problem with it. I did have a problem with it on Forza Horizon for a PC. It actually, I actually had to make an adjustment to my Avast because it kept coming up as a, a Avast kept closing it because it was flagging it as a virus. But basically, what ends up happening, super high level overview here, by the way, is that the game runs in like a virtual machine almost on like on your computer. It doesn't, it's nothing bad about that, by the way. Performance is still 100% fine. But to my knowledge, a lot of developers don't like using it. It's either harder to develop for, or maybe they're just not used to it. It may not necessarily be worth it for them. Not to mention, if you develop for that, that doesn't necessarily translate over to Steam. You know, that's also another another problem because, you know. So if they found a way to work that out, right? Like, you may you use the new windowing system. It runs on Steam. It runs on Windows, uh, uh, you know, in the Windows Store. You know, you can purchase it in the Windows Store. And it automatically works on the Xbox. On top of that, that is massive. You know, the, the Xbox's library would just explode if that was the case, you know? Because that's what Microsoft wants. They want, they they care about hardware, but they care more about the brand. So as long as you're buying stuff in the on the Xbox, you know? 
if they made it so that the only stipulation for you for your game or your application to work on the Xbox as well as Windows is to put it into the Windows Store, golden. I think that's what they're trying to march toward. And within, you know, in the coming years, we'll see that. But in terms for this E3, I I don't expect to see hardware stuff, to be honest with you. They, I don't either. They have they, they they are running the game when it comes to hardware. Every single review I have read about the Xbox One X praises it. Its biggest problem is that it does not have software. Actually, I was go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say the only like you know I've even had people or well, I've read reviews where people will play a game on like the PS4 Pro and then completely replay the game again on the Xbox One X because the difference is that big. You know, which that's expected. I'm not here to shit on the PS4 Pro. We all knew that the Xbox One X was going to blow it away. There's no doubt about it. The PS4 Pro was really so that you can get your PS4 games playing in 4K. The Xbox One X is like, uh, yeah, we need to get back in the game. We need to have great graphics, fidelity, and 4K. That's what the Xbox One X is looking for. Um, yeah. So. So before we move on from Microsoft, I do have a quick question for y'all. Do you think it's been, do you think we'll see something from Quantum Break team or Alan Wake team? Or is it too soon? They need to get their shit together. You should not have brought that up. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering, do you think it's time for them to like trailer another thing? Or or do you think they just need to shut up and be quiet for a while? I love Remedy. I do. This is why they hurt me so bad. Because I love Remedy. And I understand what they're trying to do in games, right? They're trying to bring great narrative into action games. This is what their goal is. They did a good job at Max Payne. They had a great narrative in Max Payne 1, Max Payne 2. Um, they didn't do Max Payne 3. Great narrative there. They want to take it a bit further. Fine. Alan Wake. Alan Wake is broken into episodes and it had a great narrative. The biggest problem that they ran into with their idea is the pacing of the game. You know, you go to how you guys played Alan Wake, mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah, I played Alan Wake. Okay, so for the the two that did not play Alan Wake, we're not going to talk about the beginning because you expect the beginning to be slow, right? But let's say episode two. Episode two starts. You have a recap of the previous episode. You then have about twenty minutes of. 20 to sometimes 30 minutes of daylight Alan Wake, which means you're not doing anything action-oriented, by the way. You're, you're in the daytime. Something happens. You end up having to go out at night. Because, by the way, with Alan Wake, if you wanted to solve the entire problem, just don't go out at night. That's, that it solves all of Alan Wake's problems. But, but you know, you have to, you, they find a way to get you out at night. Then you actually start the action part of the game. It takes about 5 to 10 minutes to ramp up. You get about a good 90 minutes of action game. You get to a height point, bam, it stops. Final cutscene for the episode credits, preview of next episode. Then you go to the next episode, recap a preview episode, which you literally just played. So you're looking at, you know, sometimes somewhere between 25 to 30 minutes of downtime. Did they release in an action that game. episodically? Now, no, it was no. all in one game. So why would they have a recap of something that you would... Because they wanted to be like a TV show. They want their games to be like TV shows, which explains Quantum Break, where you literally had 20-minute television episodes between your fucking 
Oh God, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> it we're not sad. getting anything from them. Carry, we're moving to another conversation. But yeah, so no, I don't think we're gonna see anything from Remedy. They take a long time to make games. I appreciate what they're trying to do. I think they can make amazing games, but they got to get that formula down. Action games are not like or they're not like Detroit or Heavy Rain. You know, you need to you need to be you know five minutes downtime at the most, dude, to give you a little breather. But that's it. So, but yeah, that's it. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> this is why I'm only allowed on every so often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about let's talk about Sony. I mean, people always expect uh, great things from Sony. I mean, Sony. I mean, I got me. Uh, Sony is winning right now mainly because of their their library, man. Like they. Not only are they, first of all, they get a lot of attention from third-party developers because they have the most units sold. So that's going to get you attention regardless. But then on top of that, they also fund a lot of first-party titles that are good. They fund and don't interfere, which makes them great. Like they, That's been their formula for a long time, and, they, and it works out for them. So, uh, one, we're going to see Spider-Man gameplay details. We know that. And obviously, there's going to be a VR version of it we've, from what we've heard. Um, Death Stranding, we're going to see some gameplay there. Really? You think we're going to see gameplay Death Stranding finally? I think we're going to see gameplay. Yeah, because like they just it's teasing. teasing Kojima never shows gameplay. Kojima never shows gameplay. That's a a good point. He does not show gameplay. But I think it will be playable at E3 for sure. Oh, it'll be playable, but I don't think at the press... We'll see a trailer. Because he never... I've I don't I can't remember the last time Kojima game had gameplay. Well, even wonder, that, we'll they, still see it. I mean, people are going to record it and post it and stuff. I wonder if they showed gameplay for Zone of Vendors because you don't have to show gameplay for Metal Gear. You know exactly what to expect with Metal Gear. I don't even remember Zone of the Enders being at E3, so that was actually no. I don't know. They showed gameplay of Metal Gear Solid Five. They did because they definitely showed the horse shitting. With they definitely with the showed the horse shitting. I remember that. <laughs> the real gameplay. They, sh- they show gameplay. Like menus and everything. That's how because like, that's how we knew that it was an open world. We knew it was open world that you can go and do things. Oh yeah, and they did the yeah. day and night cycle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, I will be impressed if we see gameplay of Death Stranding. I think we'll, I am not going to hold my breath. I there's no way they don't release public gameplay of Death Stranding because it will. I think it will impact sales if they don't. Like, don't get me wrong, it is a Kojima game, and a lot of people will just buy it. But a lot of people, you got to You got to see it. You got to know. Not for this game, because literally, it's like you put Kojima's name on it, and you just say "fuck Konami," and oh look, you just made money. Oh yeah, you definitely made money. <laughs> but if you want, you're on you. They. This game, they want, not should say they want it for mass consumption, but they want as many people to buy it as possible on launch. And they, you got to show some gameplay for that. You know what? You know what game they need to show gameplay for? What? Days Gone. <laughs> they really need to make me give a shit about that That's game. That's a zombie game, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, like they, I need to care about that damn motorcycle. Make me care about it. They did show gameplay <laughs> before, so it's not like they haven't showed gameplay. It's just been a while they didn't show enough i'm just surprised we're still making zombie games like i'm really i've, I've been tired of zombie games for a long I was time really interested really? in that game and then the zombies came out and i was like all right next game I, yeah i kind of am the same i'm tired of zombie games i'm kind of tired of you say that elliptic games the only zombie game that. i want to see is left for dead 3 that's what i was gonna say because <laughs> i was gonna say if, if valve said left for dead 3 tomorrow 
I'd be everyone would take their work off tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like, I, would, I would love to see me in Left 4 Dead 3, but that's really about it. But um, yeah, so days gone. That they they'll probably show something for it. You know, they have to. They have to. Have to. Ghost of Tsushima. I, I am interested because that's that's sucker Thanks. punch. You know, Thanks I would I would love another infamous with Cole, please. But still, like, you know, I'm, there I'm was interested. a tweet, so they're they're it's pretty much confirmed they're going to be there. So yeah, they have you to want to see what the game is actually about. So I want to see gameplay. I want to see gameplay so bad. I am when they showed it at Paris Games Week. I was surprised that's where they showed it at, but. I am like, please, Sucker Punch hasn't done me wrong in a long time. So this is correct. It's correct. I have faith. I have faith until proven otherwise. Uh, I think we're gonna see Shinmu Three gameplay. I think. Are Are you gonna go look for sailors? Yeah, exactly. Like that's. <laughs> I can't wait for the re-release. Cause I think they're also gonna show more, like more about the re-release, like maybe how it looks and stuff like that. Uh, for Shinmu One and Two. And I can't wait to see people actually play the game and like stream it and shit like that. And then, you know, every few, you know, uh, you know, every hour or two, they got to go to work, <laughs> you know, go move some boxes, go, you know, something like that. I think if people start streaming Shenmue 1 and 2, it's going to open people's eyes like, why did we care about 3? Yeah, exactly. Like- <laughs> Rules, colored glasses, like you only remember the good stuff. You don't remember being broke and having to pay like, you know, well, not rent, but you know, pay for your like, you know, lodging and shit like that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking, for, don't get me wrong, I am going to replay through Shinmu 1 and 2, but very lightly. Like, I'm not going to, you know, like blow through it because, yeah, I am not 16 anymore. And I work all day. I don't want to come home from work and then go to work in my video game. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's that's something I want to do. So I'm looking forward to that. I uh, think we we did talk Final Fantasy VII remake, but I think well, you probably see something for that at Square and Sony. I think um, they did that they with specu- 15, Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been speculation of a Devil May Cry five. I uh, dude, I just take a DMC two, like like you know, like of a sequel of the other DMC. Like I like that. Yeah, game. Yeah, that's what we were the, saying, but it burned too many bridges for people. I, I, like a lot of a lot of people were just so upset with it that why though? Not, like, because why the it... combat was great, but it was they just did. I don't know. A lot of people are upset because they're like, oh, Dante doesn't act like how Dante acts, and I'm like, you know, he's a kid, right? Like that's. Why he's acting like that? I, people are just salty because I don't know. I mean, it well, was plus a, like. Go ahead. I was gonna say DMC was a reboot, right? I did not expect that Dante to act like the other Dante. If that's the point, why even reboot the shit? Just keep the story going, right? <laughs> you know, whenever you get a reboot of a series, I'm expecting something to be different. You know, it's gonna be updated wow. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, DMC four kind of hurt the story. For Devil May Cry, like, I didn't know where they were going to go after DMC4, like, to be honest with you. So DMC actually kind of gave this series a shot at, like, continuing. But I guess they're going to, I don't know what they're going to do for DMC5, to be honest with you. It's probably going to happen because Devil May Cry sells. Mm. Um, The thing is, it can't be DMC2, though, because Ninja Theory just released Hellblade. And they put all their time in that shit. They most certainly did, yeah. It could be an announcement, though. It doesn't have to be necessarily like, oh, here's the game. It's coming out tomorrow. 
Yeah, but I don't think Ninja Theory's had enough time. If if, if it was going to be a DMC2, it's, there's not been enough time for Ninja Theory to do anything to have it ready for E3. Right. So, uh, also, there's been rumors of a, a Bioshock resurgence, something called Bioshock resurgence. I'm sorry, but that that it's over. Like it's a it's Bioshock two from here on out. <laughs> like, I'm not expecting anything with the Bioshock name on it to be good. I'm I'm just not unless it can't comes from Bethesda. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> like if, it comes, if if they sell Bioshock to Bethesda, and uh, then Bethesda puts one of their studios on it, different story. As long as it's not Arcane. I mean, <laughs> if Kev Levine isn't working on it, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, what if Kevin Levine's new studio was making this one? <laughs> sure, I'm down. Yeah. But, like, I really don't think he wanted to do another Bioshock. So. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people want another Bioshock that was, like, they, don't get me wrong, people enjoyed Bioshock Infinite, but people still complain that it wasn't like Bioshock, right? They want that scary-esque, you know, creepy-esque, I should say, type game. It's kind of like, I really, I enjoyed Infinite way better. Honestly, I felt a lot Bioshock. more calm playing Infinite than I did the first game. Well, yeah, that's because you're in the city in the sky versus being underwater in a crumbling city. <laughs> you yeah, know, so you. That, that, that it is. But yeah, I mean, the Bioshock name like i i know that they're they're really hoping that the, the property itself or the ip is going to carry it but i just don't it doesn't without ken levine's name behind it they just they just need to do another shock game like they just need to do something completely different from bioshock and system shock and just do something else shock right like just come up with another shock game just don't call it bio or system san francisco shock no, but okay, sure, whatever. But like, yeah, I guess. Okay. Ah uh-huh. ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. 2K. What other besides Borderlands? What other shooters do they have? Fuck if I know, man. I think Bioshock is their shooter, and maybe they should just leave it to the professionals. <laughs> Gearbox. That's that's their, those are their shooter guys. Gear- are they professionals? <sighs> they make. I, the, they make Borderlands. I like Borderlands, too. How long has it been since we had a good Borderlands? That's, that's true. I mean, like, I still... The pre-sequel, I just I want to get through it just to get through it. And I just can't bring myself to do it. Play the Ice Queen, blaze through it, because she makes the game easy sauce, and then be done. Uh, yeah. 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 So, other than that, like, there are rumors of a SOCOM, which when I heard that, I'm like, what? Like, you know, since Kill, like, you know, since Gorilla's busy not making Killzone anymore, making Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, you know, they might want some type of military shooter and bring SOCOM back. You know? Makes sense. It's just shocking they would go back to SOCOM. Yeah, I even heard like, the last show SOCOM actually came out wasn't bad. I didn't play it, but I heard it was, like, not bad. It just didn't do that well. So, I don't know. SOCOM, maybe. Maybe. And we, we said Days Gone already. Uh, Last of Us 2. I think we're going to see more of that. Maybe gameplay from that. Was The Last of Us 2 at PAX, though? Uh, It was at the European show. Okay. I'm pretty sure. They had that really grotesque trailer that, trailer that everyone freaked out about. Oh, I didn't see that. Like, because of the violence, basically, everyone was like really upset with the violence in it. And I was like, 
what did you expect from The Last of Us? All right. I mean, I <laughs> I mean, The Last of Us, I'm just not excited for it. Like I think the first one was overhyped. I think it really was. I mean, from a gameplay perspective, it was a 7 out of 10 at best. From gameplay, it was 7 out of 10 at best. Okay, that's that's fair. And but story was good. You can The story was tropey to me. It's like it's the post-apocalyptic story humans are trash you know people are violent and trying to survive i get it right the character some people say they enjoy the character development of joel joel didn't develop as a character he was a selfish asshole at the beginning of the game and a selfish asshole at the end of the game what he does at the end of the game is selfish as fuck and he basically he like he doesn't like Ellie for being Ellie. He replaced her mentally, uh, replaced his daughter mentally with her, and that's why he did what he did. He's the same fucking person at the end of that game. And it was super fucking predictable. You know? So I think the story, I do think the story is overrated for The Last of Us as, as well. There's just games out there that have a better story. What I think it is is that the game... The way the uh, the presentation of the game and the presentation of the story in a video game specifically was done very well. That, as Naughty Dog does. As Naughty Dog does. That is why. I think that's that's what really got people. It wasn't cheesy. It was voice acted very well. Um, the characters were very uh, believable. They did, um, I just think that the, the mocap was done well. The voice actors did a great job conveying what they're trying to do but from a story perspective i do think video games have had you know better stories you know but that's just me but i saw i'm not necessarily um super excited for it am i gonna play it sure you know i i am because the game wasn't bad like i said seven out of ten seven out of ten is good <laughs> you know you know seven out of ten is a good game you know so we'll see speculation on horizon zero dawn 2 absolutely not no fucking way I, no fucking way. Like, there's no way Horizon Zero Dawn 2 comes out this close to Horizon Zero Dawn. Because if it did, it would be trash. No. We need that. They they need that. that It needs to breathe. They, they could probably keep the same exact engine running. So, you know, getting a, a new Horizon Zero Dawn in 2019 doesn't sound outrageous. Doesn't sound outrageous in 2019. Actually, no, sorry, no, 2020, 2020. 2019 would be too soon. No. No? Just let it breathe. Just let it be a PS5 launch title. (laughs) Just, like, let it breathe. I don't, I want more, but I'm good. Like, I don't want them to fuck it up. Like, just, I'm good. They're working on it now. I mean, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a trailer for it at next year's E3. Gorilla is probably working on a PS5 engine right now to put Horizon Zero Dawn 2 on. Oh, I'm going to get I will it. put, I, I bet you they're working on an engine now. They'll share it with everybody once they get it launched or whatever. Because, you know, Gorilla's like, now that Gorilla has Kojima behind him as like, we love your engine. Let's use your engine for Death Stranding. Like, you know, Gorilla's working on that. I, I, I don't have a doubt in my mind. They use the gor- Gorilla's engine for Death Stranding? They're using the Horizon Zero Dawn engine for her Death Stranding. Instead of the Fox engine. Well, they can't use the Fox engine. It's owned by Konami. Oh, that's right. Good point. 
That was a good point. So yeah, gorillas, gorillas decima, the decima engine is being used for Death Stranding. Mm. So with Kojima and Gorilla tag teaming on this engine, talking about it and working together, you better believe whatever Gorilla engine they're working on for PS5 is going to be fucking baller. Well, we'll see. But I mean, I can. I don't think Sony wants to let it rest that long. Like it was a new IP that did well, you know. Like I don't think Sony's going to want it to rest that long. Um, I would imagine that after two. Maybe they'll let it sit for a little bit longer, but um, I don't know. Like I, I don't know uh, if they. Like I said, I think it wouldn't be outrageous to see a trailer for a twenty twenty release next year. But you know, we'll see. I don't think the PS five is uh, like in terms of making games for the PS five is a huge factor in games development right now. Um mainly because of the way that console games are going to be developed in the future, at least the way they should be developed in the future. Um, I do think we're going to see new hardware this year from Sony, but I think it's going to be like a refresh for the Pro, maybe. A refresh for the Pro, maybe a refresh for the PS4, uh, something to help the Pro out a little bit. Uh, There was speculation about the PS5, Sony shut that right down, said no, no PS5 this year. Like, that's not happening. Uh, what I do hope is that Sony is preparing for the future and not using the same strategies that they're used to with releasing a console. Because if the PS5 comes out and it is not fully backward compatible with the PS4 and it's not using the same architecture as the PS4, I think they've just made a huge mistake. I think, I don't know about the rest of y'all, and I'd like to hear y'all's thoughts are, I think they'll keep the same architecture, but I don't think they will do a um, backward compatibility because they want to sell 4K remakes. Well. Or, or whatever, up-resed versions again. If they. Because H- HD remakes have sold way too well this generation for them, I feel like, to ignore that. I've, if they use the same architecture, I don't think, they, like, they would have to actively block those games from being backward compatible but the thing that would that's kind of the deal microsoft kind of gets a big edge like try trying to push themselves i mean guess more forward with the backwards compatibility a lot of people enjoy that so i feel like if they go into the next generation and they don't have backwards compatibility people are like well why would i buy that game again when i could just play it backwards compatible on the xbox whatever yeah, I mean, just make it like doing it, doing what Microsoft is doing right now, like you know, with the Xbox One X being the same architecture as the Xbox One, just being a hardware refresh is not only good for gamers; it's good for developers too, right? Because think about like, um, you know, with the PS3 and PS4 release, you had to have two different versions of Destiny, you had to have two different versions of all these games: one that ran on the PS4 and one that ran on PS3. You know, that's not double the money, but that's definitely way more money. When if you just have two different pieces of hardware that use the same architecture, but let's just say, uh, you know, one has better graphical fidelity and one doesn't, that's more of you know, almost like the options you see on PC. If you detect this hardware, run at this level. If you detect this hardware, run at this level. But still, at this, they're, they're using the same, uh, same. They're they're running the same game essentially. And that will work out better for developers and publishers because it will cost less. It'll work out better for gamers because ports won't suck 
like they they did previously. You know, it works out better for even Sony because now I think you have less of a hesitation um of game for gamers to pick up new hardware, right? Cuz a lot of people didn't don't pick up new consoles cuz the launch titles just aren't that great. But now it's more of a refresh like the game you picked up last week might actually work better on this on this console. Just so just go pick it up and now you have new fucking hardware. It's fucking great. Thumbs up, <laughs> you know? So I think that that's that's the console future. And that is what Sony needs to do. They need to get onto that train with Microsoft, you know, because if they don't, that that'll be a huge misstep if they don't do that. Yeah. So we'll see. But um we're almost done here. Let's talk about Nintendo. Which speaking of Nintendo, my Switch has not been turned on since I got back from China. So, like, <laughs> what about Just Shapes and Beats? Yo, where, where, why aren't you playing that? Just Shapes I'm just kidding. and Beats? Is that something? Dude, that snipper clips? Oh my no! Oh my god! <laughs> Go look it up when we're done with this episode. <sighs> just Shapes and Beats is amazing if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. But anyways, um, I mean, it's gonna be Smash, Smash, and more Smash. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be the standard like, Nintendo stuff. They're probably going to talk about Yoshi because they haven't really done much with that. No. Nah. Well, typically, Nintendo every E3 lately has just focused on, like, one game. Like, and that and that's going to, like, their staple, and that's what they talk about. Then they have, like, the treehouse talk about everything else, kind of. I mean, they... Because s- that's how we knew about... Uh, well, they ahead, still sorry. have their, like, little event or whatever. Like, it's like, only, like, 30 minutes of that pre-recorded video i mean like they still have their thing where they're like hey this this and this is happening we're fun let's go and then they have like the treehouse where they hang out all day playing the games and stuff yeah i imagine like the 30 minute video is gonna like be like mostly smash though um i mean that's what i would think because that's what everyone's like i mean fucking smash like you want to talk about like a system seller jesus christ absolutely sells sells Smash sold the Wii U. Like, come on. <laughs> like, the only reason people had a Wii U for half the time was because of Smash. Um, true. I mean, it's true. But I. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, like, they have. I don't know. I feel like if they talked about just Smash, because it is like year. We just passed the year one mark. So I feel like it's the scene that they had last year. They can't. They can't lose that. They have to keep going. And I know Smash is really big, but it can't just be Smash. I mean, last year it was just Zelda and Mario. Yeah. I think. Like, they, they had a trailer for Mario, and that was it? Or was it just Zelda? Like, I think, like, last year they only focused on Breath of the Wild. And then they had, like, the treehouse that talked about all the rest, right? Zelda or was, was there other already out last year. Oh, that's right. Zelda was already out. Right, you're so confusing. I had Mario? food poisoning last year, so like I was dying throughout the conferences. So I honestly don't remember a hundred percent. So what we know is coming out soon. That was like what Mario Tennis, mm-hmm. um, Splatoon Two expansion. Yeah, they'll probably talk about maybe Octopath. Um, Octopath Traveler will probably have a little bit of time. Um. I mean, uh, Metroid Prime 4, because they said in development last year. Right. So we'll probably do a little bit of Pokemon talk. They have some stuff to talk about. So like I said, it's not going to be just Smash, but I mean, apparently they have right. Fortnite and 
fighters is coming out. So allegedly. Yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball's been out for like months though. So I mean, that's nothing like too big. But, but Paladins. I mean, Fortnite's the, the big. But okay, whatever, Paladins. But Fortnite <laughs> is the big thing. Like, Fortnite, if anything, like, Fortnite coming to Switch was a duh. But, like, the fact that they're going to announce it and be like, yeah, Fortnite, like, that's a thing. That, that's pretty cool. But I, I still think, like, predominantly, because we don't really know anything about Smash other than it's got Splatoon kids in it, it's got Breath of the Wild Link in it, and it's got Mario in it. That's literally all we know. Like, that's, like, outside of, like, looking at the screens and and maximizing the images as best we can from that trailer. So, I mean, they'll they'll probably do it primarily, like, of the time. But, like, at the same time, Nintendo does, like, whatever they want. They just made a Pokemon announcement not even a week ago. Right, but it was a Pokemon Go announcement, mostly. Mm, it's still part of the Switch, though. It and is. And it's still Game Freak it is working on it as well. Right. If anything, I'm I'm almost worried that they might not talk about 2019 Pokemon just so they don't like overshadow Pokemon Let's Go. That's okay. They'll talk about it Pokemon in August. Let- that's, that's what they yeah. do. I, they'll they'll talk about Pokemon Let's Go, but I think that's going to be at the Treehouse stuff because they literally just had a direct all about it. So Treehouse will probably talk about it. Um, I think Treehouse will talk about Mario Tennis. I think Treehouse. We'll also probably talk about, I don't know, like Treehouse is weird. Like they, they pull, they pull some weird announcements in Treehouse. Like that whole Metroid, pro, that Metroid second or Metroid two that got re, oh. no, it's Metroid two that got remade for the 3DS, like got announced oh, at the Treehouse. Yeah, that. Um, so I, the, the, the real like wild card in Nintendo's pocket right now is what the fuck was Rare working on? Like what? Like what is it? Like what? What? Rare has been silent. Rare has it made shit since Tropical Freeze. What? What are they doing? What? What are they working on? Rumors have been saying Star Fox Racing game, which would make me sad and cry in a little corner to be like, that's what you're making Rare work on is a Star Fox Racing game. Who wants that? People will buy it. People will buy it. Some parent lost. Like, I need to pick up a game for my kid. Eh, That looks cute. Mario Kart or Star Fox? Yeah, Star Fox. It has foxes in it. Never. They would pick Mario Kart any day. But that's beside the point. Like, why would you waste Rare's talent on a Star Fox racing game? But, I mean, they could blow us out of the water they have before. They, I mean, I have faith in Rare, so... It's just, I have no idea what they're working on. Like, who knows, right? Rare Rare does what Rare does. All I want from Nintendo. They're not Rare. What is their, are they they're not Rare? Why am I keep calling them Rare? Who are you talking about then? Again, Rare is what Microsoft owns. Why have I been calling them Rare? Oh, yeah, good point. Time? Yeah. Yeah, I was what confused. They, I was like, uh, nah, he knows what he's talking about. No, fucking, what's their name? I feel dumb for forgetting their name. They've made Metroid. They made Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. It's not rare. It's retro. Retro Studios. I apologize, everyone, for saying rare for the last, like, 30 minutes, probably. It's retro. What the he, fuck is retro working on? said it, like, on? 20 times in, like, with the last two minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like. Mm. So, I feel bad for calling them rare now. <laughs> but, um, 
what the fuck is Retro Studios working on? The only thing I want from Nintendo is a new Mario Super Strikers. Oh my god. That's really the only thing I want from them. Why they never made another one, I don't know. How else can I kick a a chain chomp down a fucking soccer field? (laughs) You know, that would be cool if it came out next year. I, I don't think they would release that the same year as Mario Tennis, but they'd probably do it next year. But I think Mario Golf would come before Mario Strikers. What I would need in my life is Animal Crossing. I need Animal Crossing on the Switch. I th- I think we'll get Animal Crossing maybe next and, year because uh, of the phone game that came because, out. Like they, I feel like they were gauging the levels and like I, it didn't fill me up enough. I need the game. Or I Pikmin. think they were trying to see. Well, pick. They've said there's a Switch Pikmin in the works. It's just when. It's like low on their totem pole, I think, of things to complete. I think the fact that they did do Animal Crossing Mobile like at the end of last year, I think they're going to wait till like next year to do Animal Crossing. But I don't know. They could they could throw it. Nintendo. Nintendo's fucking weird, man. Nintendo, like you said, like Nintendo just does whatever Nintendo yeah. does. They'll <laughs> announce Animal Crossing tomorrow. Don't worry. there's a nintendo nintendo direct tomorrow before e3 what (laughs) the fuck is this (laughs) so i don't know who knows man nintendo's weird Hmm. all right let's move on to i guess just some miscellaneous games that we're hoping to see uh one we've talked about before borderlands 3 it's time for prime borderlands to come out like an actual borderlands borderlands not some you know b team c team borderlands shit we need we, a gearbox needs Borderlands to come out and do well. Like they, they I, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Even if it's if it's just as good as Borderlands Two, that's that's the bar. It guys be as good as Borderlands Two. I don't even need you to add a bunch of new shit to it. I don't need you to add a bunch of new shit to it. I don't need a bunch of new personalities running around or anything like that. I just want. Actually, I, I'm I'm fine with more of the same. But a Borderlands 2 more of the same, to be perfectly honest with you. So, Borderlands 3 we talked about. Um, there's some wishful thinking for Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, they they, they did that Twitter beep, and everyone did, like had a conniption fit. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's never out of the realm of possibility for them. It's just, I, it's just typically CD Projekt Red is just like, we'll show it when it's ready. And that's that's about it, right? So, so there's that. Do you go ahead? Do you think we'll see, do you think we'll see some more Metro? I don't know. Like I was never big into the Metro series, but people like it. They, they, I mean, it was it was a main game for Microsoft last year. Like it was on their stage, and they promoted the fuck out of it. Maybe I mean Microsoft does need something, so they may show some more. I just never, I just never got into it. The one thing I don't want to fight in a first-person shooter is the gun. <laughs> so I, I, I never, I never got into Metro. You know, I don't, mm. you know. So, so maybe Mortal Kombat 11. There's some, been some speculation about that. I see some of that. Yeah, we'll see a trick. I, it's been enough time since Injustice 2 launched. I think it's about time for Nether Realm to be like, here's. MK11. It's about time for that rotation, I think. Yeah. So we'll see some of that. And uh, Soul Calibur 6 is already announced, but we're expecting to see more about it. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're going to show though. Like more characters, obviously, but I don't know. Maybe Microsoft puts them on their stage because they need to show shit. <laughs> like you know, I, I I just hope Microsoft has a good show. That's all I'm asking. They for. could surprise us. They could just pull out a bunch of stuff. Be like, here you go. Yeah. Microsoft has nowhere to go but up. Well, you say so, that. Yeah, like that's the thing. I'm just, I'm just saying they can't. I mean, it just can't get that much worse for them. I feel like, like they've announced so many good, they've announced so many titles that have been canceled, and so I'm just kind of like, it's got nowhere to go but I mean, up. And like Josh every said, every title they announced this time could be canceled. Every single. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Halo Six canceled. You're not wrong. For the okay. Horizon 4 hey. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't, I just think, like he said, Phil Spencer, it's about time for all of Phil Spencer's bets to be like paying off now or, you know, to at least hit the table. Yeah. So I do th- we'll see. I think we're going to be seeing some, some, some third party exclusives. I don't think we're going to see a bunch of first party stuff. I don't think we're going to see. I mean, I think we're going to see new IP, but I think Microsoft may have went around shopping, you know, mm. oh, that project, you need that shit funded? Don't worry, we're Microsoft. We got you. <laughs> you know, we, we could do you that. You know what would be cool? You know what would be really cool? If they got Jade Empire. Too. I was thinking no, about kidding. that. I was thinking about that. They'd have that. to get Bioware, though, to commit to that. And I think all Bioware is on Anthem. So well, cause they certainly weren't on Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I can't believe they did that to that game. It's damn shame what they did to that dog. Like, I can't believe it. <laughs> they did that to Mass Effect. But. They should do a Sudeki, too. That'll get people interested, right? Yeah. No. I mean, uh, I will lose my shit <laughs> if they even just re-release Crimson Tides. Uh, Crimson Skies, sorry, Crimson Skies. Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge. Oh, yes, God. fucking please. It was my. That was my. This is from a person who played Unreal Capture the Flag, you know, competitively. Crimson Skies Capture the Flag was my favorite Capture the Flag of all time. It was Capture the Flag in a fucking airplane. It's fucking great. It was just so good. It's so much fun. But yeah, even if they just did something like that, I would be so happy. I'm actually going to go look for Crimson Skies in the Xbox store when we get off the call here now that I'm thinking about it to see just in case they have it. The power of backward yeah. compatibility. I don't know. Is there anything else that y'all are like excited for or anything like that? Like, Is there something that would just be like, if this showed it up at E3, it would just blow your fucking mind? Uh, if it showed up at E3, it would blow my mind. Usually what happens at E3 is they'll show something that I didn't even think of, and I'm like, oh yeah, of course, I've been waiting for this forever. But that's it. Like, I can't, besides Animal <laughs> Crossing, I really... I mean, if it could be anything, like, super wishful thinking, I don't even know. There's just so much. Alright, so we have Animal Crossing. That would blow. That would blow Pop uh, uh, Tart's mind. A new infamous. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Ghost of Tsushima. That can't happen. A <laughs> uh, new infamous would just be amazing for me with Cole. I miss you, Cole. <laughs> yeah, Nick, you got anything? I just like the uh, the PC gaming show. I hope that Day Nine is involved in that again. He is. I, He's already confirmed. All right, great, great. Because I. I th- I think that stuff, that's always where you get like the, the real interesting indie stuff. And so 
that's what I'm looking forward to. There's going to be some indie game that I'm not going to know that I wanted that's going to blow my mind. And then that'll be like the one game that I buy next year. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, actually, to be honest with you, the, sh- the conference I'm looking forward to most next to the Microsoft conference is actually Devolver Digital. I want to see Same. what they got. <laughs> they're so funny. <laughs> I love like, their shows, shows are so hilarious. If you know what the, you know what the actual game I'd lose my shit over? Hotline Miami 3. If they if they if they, oh, put, if they okay. put that on the screen, I am just going to sleep into the future until the the day that it comes out. I love Hotline Miami. It is one of my favorite games. Okay. So. All right. So, I think we're good here. Everybody, everybody, good to go. We've been talking for a long time. Just imagine the post E three show. Holy oh, shit! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure it would be a good idea to record that one late. So we might have to work on that. I've, I've, <laughs> I've done that post E three show before. I don't, I don't know if I can do it again this year. I'm getting too old for it. The record for our post E three shows, the record is four hours. Four hours is the longest show that we recorded. No breaks. We recorded that shit straight through. Like I thought troopers. we did it over two nights. No, we did not. I released it over two nights. <laughs> <laughs> so we start. Yeah, you know, I don't. I I, I don't even want to remember. Such a <laughs> We've been doing this for a while, Nick. Damn. I know. Uh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I know, Joe. I've been <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. If you're still listening, hopefully, uh, we gave you some insight or some ideas into what we might, what we think it might be coming. Um, you know, this show is available. If you listen to like on SoundCloud or something like that, the show is available on multiple podcast platforms. You can catch it on iOS or Android. Just go to your favorite podcast platform, search for Mashcast or the Mashcast. It should show up. If it doesn't, go right to the Matches Buttons website and check out the RSS feed. Uh, the Twitter for Matches Buttons is twitter.com slash MTB site. We also have facebook.com slash mash those buttons and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Mike, you want to start? You want to hand out your social? info so I can yeah find yeah so uh my twitter is k-e-y-l-o-c-k-e mvp so key lock mvp i got rid of the underscores finally i found something that actually fucking made sense oh yeah <laughs> yeah and uh you can catch me on twitch at twitch.tv slash key lock um you're gonna i'm probably gonna be streaming a lot of cross tag battle blaze blue cross tag battle I'm probably going to stream some vampire when it comes out as well. Um, Cause I like don't nod. I just pray to God, this isn't going to be another remember me situation where it doesn't sell. Well, but you know, remember me had its problems. I recently, it does. That game. I tried playing it again. I tried <laughs> playing it again. I was like, Oh, I used to like this. What happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They didn't fail. We didn't fail them. They failed us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That's how that went. So. Yeah. Uh, Christina. Uh, yeah, you can find me on, I actually haven't used Facebook, so don't worry about Facebook, but Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at S'mores Pop Tart. Um, that's with a Z at the end of S'mores. I have been streaming a lot more. I've been trying to stream at least twice a week. Uh, so Wednesdays, I've been doing my Final Fantasy raids. And Saturdays, I've also been doing Final Fantasy because I haven't set anything up yet. Uh, but I hope to actually really get back into speedrunning. I'm going to start doing Sunshine again. Um, and I'm probably going to stream that Jurassic World Evolution game when that comes out next Tuesday. because. Zoo Tycoon and Dinosaurs sounds amazing. Okay. Nick? 
Uh, you can find me at WookieBH on Twitter. I'm also on WoW Talk and the Torn and the Goblin here on Mash Those Buttons. All right. And you can find me at uh, Church of Ja on Twitter and also on Watchpoint Radio and Prepare to Attack here on Mash Those Buttons. Um, yeah, and I stream on Twitch.tv slash Mash Those Buttons, mostly Overwatch right now. I'm trying to get back into streaming other games, but I just got to be honest with you. It's less enjoyable for me to play games while I stream them. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, that, that is just the, the, the outright truth. So I think I might stream some Wolfenstein because I'm doing the, like the cleanup missions, like the extra missions now. So that's a little bit different. So if you want to see me fail and restart those over and over again, because there's no checkpoints in those. Once you die, like you have to start from the beginning, you know, you can watch that. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, we also have a Discord, which is discord.me slash mash those buttons. We'll love to have you there to join in on the conversation. You know, we encourage you guys to reach out to us with any questions. So, you know, hit us up on Discord, Twitter, whatever. Um, we'll try to get back to you. If you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and rate and review the show on iTunes. So if you do that for us, we really appreciate that, guys. Thank you very much. And I encourage you guys to check out mashlessbuttons.com slash shows. To see the other shows we have available on, on Mashes Buttons. Like I said, I'm on Watchpoint Radio. I'm prepared to attack. Uh, Nick is on uh, Wow Talk and The Torn and the Goblin. And uh, we also have the Division Podcast at Rep Radio. We have our Pining Game Podcast, Double Tap. And that is it now. So, with that, thanks, Mikey, for hopping on. Uh, we might have to have you back on for the post show just to see how right we were. And to argue about some things, I'm pretty sure we're going to have Darian opinions, as always. That's how it goes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, we will catch you guys next time. Bye. See ya. Sayonara.